Welcome back, everybody. Today's episode is called The Gambler. Oh, we have episode names? Yeah, yeah. Uh, real fancy now. Where's the beach episode? When do we have that? We're not getting to that yet. Uh, so anyway, the Shriekhawk comes out of hyperspace uh, into the Corellian system. Not over Corellia itself. You guys are coming out by the planet Trallis. And already above the planet, it's a pretty... Like, it's not, you know, Corellia is a big city planet. Like, it's got some oceans and stuff. Trallis is a lot more backwater, comparatively. Um, like Kentucky. Sure. But above the planet, there is a, like, docking station. And there is a large ship that is docked with this station. Anybody that somewhat knows ships would immediately recognize this as a Calavan style star yacht. Think the same kind of thing like Dryden Voss, his big like tower ship. Uh, I think Satine in Clone Wars also had a Calavan brand yacht. Um, they're huge. owning a yacht. It's it's literally the size of like a like a star destroyer, but it flies upright instead of like with the point facing forward. Um, it's it's in space. It's fine. It's pretty bland looking on the outside though, which surprises you. It's just a lot of like regular gunmetal gray. They don't. Uh, they're not like Padme. They didn't just go full chrome with it. No, no. Maybe because chrome. Plus chromium's hard to come by. yeah, chromium's expensive. It's it's a lot, but. Who is flying the ship? Clank is co-piloting with you, but I think it's Foss who usually does it. But I thought it's Usyx. Um, I have a really high agility and piloting our career skills, but I don't have any points in them. So it's I... either it's either you or Usyx. Well, I've got a two in piloting planetary and one in piloting space and four dice to roll. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds more right. Yeah, you can that do that. Right. Which which kind of role is it? Is it planetary or space? It would be planetary. Uh, no, no, you're right. Space. I'm, space. I'm just space. stupid. Um, oh, yeah. What's the name? <laughs> um, Fuck. You, I, I'm not going to make you make a roll. I'm just oh, for then, setting the scene purposes. Oh, then I, I made a roll for no reason then. <laughs> um, good job, good job. At least we succeeded. Uh, Usix, as you're flying into the hangar, as soon as you pass, like, the barrier shield, it is immediately different on the inside. The outside, like I said, is very utilitarian, very, you know, flat gray. Inside is a lot of silver and cobalt um, in a very, like, art deco style decorations. And this is just a hangar that is this nice. And the art deco has, like, um engraved designs of like some scenes from like the core worlds so you see like the cityscape on Coruscant and um the solar system here in uh, the Corellian system uh, all just kind of engraved in like a big mural on the walls um and there's already a decent amount of ships in here not a ton it looks like most people that board the Crystal Star, board it from the docking platforms. They don't fly their own ships in. They're not bougie like us. Um, yeah. But the ships you do see, you, if a ship could be underdressed, um, the Shriekhawk 
is very much underdressed. Uh, you're it's, flying into the hangar. It is. This... It is called a utilitarian aesthetic. Well, form you know, uh, a function over form. Before you guys got it, the Shriekhawk spent a lot of time on Tatooine, so you know. We it's just very... had it sandblasted of its original uh, paint. I don't it's, think we ever established a chrome color. <laughs> I, yeah, I was gonna say I, I don't think we ever established uh, what what paint job the streetcock would have. It's rusty um, and metal. That's about it. Yeah, um, there's a lot of like uh, sand weathering. I would assume it's got like its name like in Arabesh. Um, probably on that little strut that comes off the side of the main dish. Uh, that I mean, considering the is. Um, would it be etched in, or would it, or would it be painted on? Because it, it would have been painted on. on then it's it would have been painted gone. on. That well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. You guys named it when you got the ship, so the name would be the newest paint on it. So the name is probably relatively fine. Uh, com- comparatively. Um, Let's let's say that there's another like four or five ships, uh, in the hangar with you. All of them are like very nice. There is one chromium yacht that's kind of parked off all the way to the side. It's got its own little roped off section, but it looks like all the people who are already in here who've landed, they are already inside. Mangling. There's like nobody. Yeah, there's nobody milling about in the hangar. Um, the only people you see is, like, the two security guys at the door. A guy with, like, a light that's kind of gesturing you in. Um, but you sit down. Uh, I'm assuming, like, you can see by the security station that there are, like, lockers that they have. Um, so you could either leave the stuff that you're not allowed to bring on board in the Shriekhawk. Or you can bring it and have it put in the lockers. It's up to you. Um, I'm leaving mine on the ship because I don't trust them. That is fair. I am also going to leave my Galar on the ship. Just, you know, be less suspicious. They're not going to let me in with my jetpack, are they? No. (laughs) Not if you tell them it's just for aesthetics. Would they let me in if I took the rocket out? (laughs) Uh, Still no. You're going to light up someone's dress. Um, oh, yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> so a- as you guys are kind of putting your stuff away, either in your personal, like, I'm, I'm not bunker I'm not leaving that jetpack in the fucking locker in this place. I'm leaving it locked up in the ship because I'm not... I think, I think we're all doing thing. that. I don't think anyone wants to leave their... Especially if we have to make a hasty retreat. Um, as you guys are heading towards the, the ramp to leave the Shriekhawk, Clank comes, like, jogging up behind you all. And he just kind of, like, stands there, uh, timidly, almost. And... So, uh, guys, uh, what do you want me to do? Are we allowed plus ones? I feel like we should probably leave Clank on the ship in case, again, we need to make a haste. Yeah, but guess what? If we're allowed a plus one... Then we can like we can yeah, we can like clank, mingle. I also am not sure that we want clank around. You know the kind of people that spend all their time on space yachts. Um, I don't want to be around these people, but it, I have to. So you know, um, 
Well, would it be suspicious if we left someone on board our ship just in case we need to make a hasty retreat? That kind of seems... Well, they don't know. He's just our droid pilot. I mean, you could you could make I'm the a fair droid. assumption that, like, at least a few of the other ships that are in here have, like, a personal pilot or even a pilot droid that acts as, like, a chauffeur. So it wouldn't be out of the ordinary to yeah, leave somebody Yeah, but our in your chauffeur looks right, like a piece I'm of ask. shit. <laughs> Clank, do you want to come to the party? <laughs> well, I mean... I've never been on a mission before, but, like, if you want me there. Um, I know he's supposed to, I don't think this I know Clank is supposed to be based True. off of a B-1 battle droid, but he always sounds like he's trying to push his glasses up and keep his pencils in his pocket protector. <laughs> and that's why I think his it's voice better you, if we let him experience the world His voice the makes you want to shove him in a locker. Yeah, but it's better if we let him experience the world a little bit. He's gonna get shot immediately. It, he shouldn't be, be being getting shot. That makes no sense. Al, where we go, trouble follows. Yeah, but it's a it's like a fancy, rich, snobby place. They're not gonna shoot a droid. They're just probably gonna call him some droid slur. We can't have that. You're right. We can't. Well, he has to experience the I, world. I I think we should leave him on the ship. Uh, he's like a free thinking individual. Is he though? Yes, there's a reason he came up to us and asked know, what he, we should do he's a or droid, what he should so do. I don't think he is. I say that he's a free man. He is free to do whatever he likes. Um, that is, if we're allowed a plus one and such. If he's not allowed with us, then that's yeah. You did not ask about a plus one prior. But but to be <laughs> fair, if if they're rich snobby people, I can I can just be like fuck you. Like, like, the rich zombie people aren't the people we have to worry about. It's the bodyguards who go, Hey, no dinky droids coming through. And then I'll look at them and be like, Talking to me? You talking to me? Well, hey, it's up to you. I think it's totally fine if we let Clank do his thing. Alright, he's your responsibility, fine. though. We can get the schmoove on. So, Clank, if you want, you can come on along. Oh, this is gonna be so exciting. Do I get a gun? No. You also say no to that? I do say no to that. Um, because but, but I'm not allowed to. But what if we get in a fight? Um, if we get in a fight, then, um, <laughs> here, have this. And I'm gonna pass him the, the spare club. The, one of the four spare clubs I made. Um. We're gonna get into a fight. This pilot droid is literally going to try and beat some of the gunmen <laughs> with a club, and he's going to get shot and killed. I'm like, just... It's a, it's a secret operation, so, like, blend in a bit, you know? You've got some natural charm, even if you don't know you got it. So, play <laughs> off of that. Don't worry. Uh, I got I gotcha. I gotcha. And he, like... He winks, but he's only got one eye. Yeah. So his one photoreceptor just like closes real quick. Like this is this is gonna be just like the hollow fence, I swear. Oh yeah, it is. And he starts making like like lightsaber noises <laughs> as he swings the club around. And I'm gonna look back at everyone, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna sigh. Um. Cause uh, what have I re- uh, unleashed upon this poor universe? Um, Darth Clank. Um, so yeah, so let's go meet those bodyguards, get inside, find our target, kidnap him, and get out. Okay. 
so yeah, you guys, you walk down the, the boarding ramp and uh, walk up to the security checkpoint. One of the the guys there. It's a very um, how do I want to how do I want to say this? It looks part uniform, part tuxedo. It's like it's very fancy, but you can tell it's definitely a uniform, more of formal wear. Okay, so a lot of military people. Or... Yeah. Okay. It does have that kind of like imperial styling to it. Great. <laughs> um, and as you walk up, not saying much, they but they do have like essentially like those uh, metal detector wands. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's giving off a slight glow that you can tell as like it's essentially like a scanner. Mm-hmm. Um, that they run up and down each of you. None of you have anything restricted on you, correct? Uh, nope. And are any of you trying to hide anything? No. I got a shield and a club. Yeah. And a clank. Uh, yeah. So, as as they do, the three of you, um... They stop clank because he's a rogue. They, they, they stop for a moment. Does he have a ticket? Oh. Alright, look <laughs> at that. Of all the things, does the robot have a ticket? I have a ticket. You're Clank right. doesn't. True. Yes. Uh, no. Sorry, your what? dog has to wait inside. I'm your sorry, sir, but no ticket, no entry. <laughs> All right. Now here's 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 what we do. Are the are the tickets specifically to our name, or is it just like if we, um, like the stereotypical, you just need it to say you're invited, or is it like in my name? It is definitely in your name. Okay. And they're like, imagine almost the like bounty pucks. From oh, how it displays us too. Yeah, it's, how much it's not as big. Do they have on us, Jesus Christ. It's literally just like a picture of you and your name okay. and like the date that you purchased the ticket. Okay. So on my plan, like of... a, it's, it's got like a like a serial number for the ticket too, just so they can you know match it. Yeah, so my plan of uh, hand hand my ticket over to, to, to Clank and find my way inside the party, alternatively, does not work. Because um, he could pretend to be a robot. Clank is just staying yeah. on the ship. Um, Alright, Clank. See, now you're going to play the important role of ship inspector. <laughs> you're going to make sure... You want, me, you want me to go inspect those other ships? Because that seems a little rude, but I mean, I'm willing to do it, you know. For the job. Hey, just make sure if someone t- asks you what you're doing, you say, admiring the fine art. The security guy behind you is like, he is, he's not allowed to do that. Look at other people's Those are ships. private property. He's looking at them. What's wrong What's wrong with the admiration? I think Clank should probably just stay on the ship. He is a pilot droid after all. That's a little offensive. People can reach beyond their set boundaries. Yeah, and I'm a co-pilot droid. Exactly. So and he, he like he puts his hands on his hips. Yeah. I'm sorry, Clank. Can you still wait <laughs> on the ship? Ah, I guess. And he starts like shuffling back towards the Shriekhawk. You guys and, make like, Clank sad. There's there's a uh, there's there's a can of uh, like an empty can of carbonated beverage. That's like, it looks like there's like a stack of boxes that some like, 
that that like well no uh it looks like uh some of the like uh like engineering crew were using it as like essentially standing around the water cooler um and left some like refuse and he kind of like shuffles his way like not beelining for it but enough in that direction that he can like kick that can further into the hangar um and then aggressively shuffles up the uh, boarding ramp, and you can just barely, like, make out, like, this is freaking stupid. I mean, it's not like me. I could have a droid. Ah, <sighs> anyways, uh, I guess we'll, uh, I guess we'll head inside. I'm not the one who made him upset, though. That's on you guys. Um, how? Okay. So, um... We're not the one who was barring him entry. <laughs> uh, as you head in, um, it's more of that, like, silver and cobalt... Uh, art deco kind of design throughout um the hallways are a little bit you know they're not as ornate as as the hangar was but it's still that kind of very uh, opulent probably the most opulent place you guys have seen and you eventually make your way into what is the main chamber which is a large like essentially gambling hall and as you look up it's kind of like many tiered and the tiers kind of get like smaller as it gets further up so each floor is just a little bit smaller um but all those floors above you are like a walkway so you could go up a floor and look down into the gambling hall Mm -hmm. um and in the center of that hanging down from the ceiling uh is this large slightly opaque crystalline structure uh that's been like hollowed out and has like a light setup inside of it that they're using as a chandelier Mm. Um, but other than where it's been hollowed out, the rest of it is, like, raw crystal. And you would know from the dossier that you were given about the job and everything, this is kind of where the crystal star got its name from. Now, how many of you want to bet that this crystal is, uh, perhaps a kyber? That's a big could waste we make, of kyber. Could we make a massive lightsaber out of this? Attach it to the ship big lightsaber battering One could call it the Crystal Star could Destroyer. Could we make, say, a giant death laser out of this? Don't give and them any ideas. When I say it's big, I mean it's, it's like, obviously it's not the same size on all sides. It's, it's rough and jagged. But it is roughly, like, 10 foot by 10 foot crystal. Okay, what about the third dimension? Uh, it's a little foot. bit taller. <laughs> um... But it kind of like it kind of spikes out in places, almost like um, like a like a jack, or like a uh, like an undersea mine. Like it's got a a big dense cluster in the center with like these uh, crystalline spikes. spikes yeah, okay. that come out for un, in like all directions. Um, it looks like the kind of thing you wouldn't want to be standing underneath. Um, hmm. But. Um, it's got a, like, thick Durasteel cable that's holding it to the ceiling. And around that, on, on this main floor, there is every possible gambling game that you could imagine. You've got multiple Sabak tables, Pazak, you've got Dejaric, uh, and a bunch of stuff you've never even seen before. Um, this place is very large, um and very opulent. How in charge um, is it, though? Very in charge. Okay. 
All right, well, uh, good luck with the mission, guys. I'm going to go play Blackjack. See you later. Uh, I actually will say, Foss, um, since this place is, is very um, rich and has like some of the better top-of-the-line stuff, uh, they do have uh, wireless Holonet connections. Um, and uh, you realize that you have two notifications on your data pad. You ain't been checking up on your phone? Yeah, I'm gonna check my text really quick. Hold on. What does it say? Do you do you want the uh, the first message first or the second message first? Um, alright, let's just go in order. Uh, first message and then second message. Okay. Uh, you see that the first message is from Vox Dava, which states, they're both uh, text messages. And it reads, Hello, Foss. It's been a while since we've had any contact. But... Where the hell's my money? <laughs> we've, uh... We've had some developments when it comes to the debt that you owe. About half of it has been paid. Oh, no. Beyond that... Where the hell's my money? <laughs> well, you don't really need to know. Just... Work on getting the other half. Ciao. They're French. Um, how much was the half again? I think it. I think the debt was like ten thousand credits. I. Oh, okay. I I might be able to pay him off. I don't. We'll we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. The the IRS can get my money out of my cold debt. Um, that would mean though that they will uh, try your obligation for blackmail would go down by half. Um, the other message is from Chi Lee. Oh, cool. Um, why Why is he boning a chick named Chili again? Uh, it's a Salonian named Chi Lee. Thank you. Uh, I don't remember. Where, where, where did you Chili. leave off the last conversation you had with Chi Lee? I'm not going to lie. I don't remember either. It is not in my notes. Uh, well... Then I'll just wing it, and that'll be the new canon. Um, so it reads, "Hey there, stud. Jeez. Uh, oh, <laughs> I uh, I got a new job, so I'll be moving off of Manon. If you're uh, if you're ever near Hut Space, uh, hit me up. I might be uh, on Narshada soon. Didn't we just come from there? No, you were on the Ring of Kafreen. All I know is." Never meet a chick in the hut system. Alright, well, I'll keep that in mind if we ever head to Narshada, which is fairly likely because we are bounty hunters. I will say, uh, the uh, message you got from Vox, the way it's written, I'm, I was kind of paraphrasing a bit, but it does seem intentionally vague and ominous. Oh, as really? To why oh, half yeah. of your debt was paid. Obviously, he doesn't go into details. Um, but it's weighing on you a little bit. You can't really pin down what that could mean. I think she got a job as a, uh, as a, as a hottess, if you would. Alright, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep in mind if anybody brings that up to me. So, you guys have some time. The, you were kind of like the last people they were waiting on before it would They waited on us? For trials. Yeah, because they don't. You know, they got a lot of high-paying clients, and some of them do show up, you know, fashionably late. 
So and some don't show up fashionable at all. Yeah. Uh, so they do have a little grace period where they wait for them to show up just so that they don't get the inevitable, you know, call to the people in charge and everything about, hey, uh, I'm never doing business with you again. You left without me, all that kind of shtick. And obviously they didn't realize you guys were going to be showing up in a rust bucket. So missing out on your business would probably not be too big of a hit. Shucks on them, we're hitting up the free bar. uh, There are, like, server droids walking around with, like, you know, champagne, but there's also some, uh, you know, fancy glasses of other liquors. Fine motor oil? (laughs) Uh, I mean, I'm I'm sure they have oil baths in the engineering, uh, like section of the ship but asking for a friend do they have the weird torture that they did to the gunk droid in java's mouth that you gotta pay extra for that um god damn it you guys have like around two hours um now that the ship is kind of pulling away from the docking station uh before you reach the next planet uh Trallis's sister planet talus where you know that Drex, your target, will be boarding. So, for those two hours, what would you like to do? I have a question first. Um, does the ship travel through hyperspace, or is it just... No, no, it's all sublight. Okay, alright, good to know, good to know. Because, like, the whole, the whole idea is, like, there, in this big room, there are, like, big viewing windows. It's kind of, it's kind of the whole appeal of the ship being built vertically, is that essentially all floors can have some level of view. Um, and so you can come here and gamble and drink and schmooze while also having a cool space view in the background and admiring the the the, uh, the nice opulence of the core worlds. And being here, you wouldn't even know that there's a civil war going on. But um, uh, what, what would what? you uh, what would you like to do? How many how many uh, how long do we have? Uh, two hours. Roughly. That's not very long at all. How is how? Wait, are you sure this thing's traveling sublight? Yeah, uh, Talus is literally <laughs> the next planet, and this is, this is fast. The, these these yachts are custom built. They're they're not like a thing that you can go to like a starship uh, lot and just buy a Calavan yacht. They have to be custom built to order. Um, so this was built to the specifications of getting around in sublight speed quickly like not too quickly because you still want to have a nice view and you know you don't want the trip to be too short but the trade-off is it's hyperdrive is not the fastest but it's not it doesn't it's not very armored yeah it doesn't need to be though because we're not terrorists in this campaign and also it's traveling in system so it doesn't really need to move out of the the like it's got enough uh, time to hyperspace to the next fancy core world system that it's going to take a tour of uh, before it needs to, you know, get more coaxium and such. Um. All right. Well. Uh, go ahead. I'm gonna go take a relaxing hot oil bath. Um. Are you sure to they have those? Grease ones? up my they hate servos. No, they don't hate droids. They hate poor people. <laughs> um. <laughs> Which, with my $3,000 or 3000 credit bank account, couldn't catch me being one of those. Um, and also the fact that uh, tickets are already prepaid and they can't stop me now. I'm going to get that oil. Okay. Um, 
So, uh, Foss, Usix, what are you guys doing? I'm taking a nap. It's only two hours. <laughs> Where it's only two hours. You just gonna go take up a whole bed, like a bed or like a like a couch? People gonna be playing Batgammon. You're, you're, you're just gonna... gonna do like the cowboy thing and find a booth somewhere and pull your helmet down over your eyes. I can't really pull a helmet over my eyes further than it can already go I, because I like it's the, over my face already. I would like the idea of some some wealthy person to come over here and be like, oh my god, a Mandalorian, I gotta talk to them, and they talk to uh, a sleeping Usex for hours thinking they're just <laughs> stoic and silent. And he's like, yeah, wait, hold on, what, who are you? I don't think rich people would be like, oh, look, a Mandalorian. Yeah, because they're like, ooh, an like, exotics person. They, they are very rare right now. They'd be like, ooh, warrior man. Let me stay away from him. No, I think they would be like, well, especially because they're like Imperial officers and whatnot. I would, I would assume it's the same people who go like, "Oh my God, a Roman warrior! Very cool." It's the same thing. Yeah, except they're there's mandibus. no Roman warrior. They're mandibus. <laughs> Either way, um, yeah. So we got hot oil bath, uh, dozing cowboy. I'm gonna actually um, familiarize myself with like the ship layout, just. What I'm hearing, he's he's gonna go find other bitches to fuck. <laughs> no, I'm gonna I'm gonna like you know find the entrances, exits, the stairs. The... Familiarize okay. yourself with their layouts. Um. So then, give me a uh, a perception roll. Oh. Uh, two purple. Two purple. Um. That is oh two successes. Okay. So, yeah, you're able to uh do some general wandering around trying to not look you know super suspicious but you know there's not a lot of exits in the sense that you're in a spaceship that's in space yeah so i hope there's no well, i do like you know if like, there's if there's like uh, uh like maintenance areas or something that you know they wouldn't normally want people going in like i want to find out points of interest maybe yeah okay um hold on let me look at my notes I've pulled a, let me look at my notes before. Believe me. Let me look at my notes. It's just code for, hold on, give me a second, I'm going to wing it. Um, so as far as um, points of interest go, there is, on the lower levels, uh, on the lowest levels of the ship is where general maintenance is for the droids. That's where you see uh, Iota heading for. Uh, but on the lower levels that are, you know, populated by the actual guests, um, there is, like, two floors dedicated to, like, a big swimming pool. It's got, like, fancy lounge chairs around it. And it goes from, like, relatively waist deep to, like, real deep. And there are a few, like, quarren that you see, like, swimming around. There's a nautilin that's kind of, you know, doing laps. Um, Rodian or, or semi-aquatic, aren't they? So. They're, they're definitely reptilian. I don't know if they're uh, aquatic. Throw an iguana in a lake, see what happens. <laughs> It'll freak out. Honestly, with the way Rodians look, I always thought they were more of an insectoid race. No. Like a, like a fly without wings. It's just the eyes, really. The eyes are freaky. Anyway, Rodia, Rodia uh, is swampy, so I feel like I've got, you know... Yeah, yeah I mean, you, you would know how to swim. I mean, you're not, like, a Mon Calamari, but... Uh, you do find that the topmost level, uh, like the the widest uh, room, is like a mixture of like a Zen garden kind of thing, 
uh, with an observation deck. It's like all big transparent steel windows so you can see out in space. But then the rest of it's like a small park um, with like like actual trees and grass and like, you know, foliage and shit. Um, you know, like a park. Yeah. Other than that, above that is a smaller room, which is essentially the bridge. Um, but you're not allowed to go up there. Um, you do find some access to like maintenance, like hallways and tunnels and stuff. Uh, you do make note of there is only one normal way to get back into the hangar you guys landed in. But you do see that there is a like maintenance shaft that runs in roughly the same direction. So you make mental note of that, just in case you need, uh, you know, an alternative way. Um, yeah. Um, so you're doing that. Usix is sleeping. Uh, and Iota is down in maintenance, taking a bath. Um, so after a little bit of time, uh, you start approaching the docking station above Talus. And who is actively, like, what is what is your game plan? He doesn't know what we look like, right? As far as, as far as you know, no. He does not know what you look like. Okay, cool. Uh, then I don't... So what do we, what do we know about him? What do we, I think that's the main thing. Uh, all you know is that he's a gambler, uh, that has, you know, swindled a lot of money out from underneath the Hut Cartel, and all right. he's potentially armed, this? relatively dangerous to a normal person, but to the three of you, probably not, but that's about it. I have a plan. Who here wants to fake gamble away our ship, and then when we go to show him on board, we just kidnap him? That's a terrible idea. How is that a terrible idea? Because I don't want to get arrested. <laughs> He's wanted. We're not going to get arrested. Who's going to arrest us? The police? How much? How much is the, the police that aren't going to do anything when we say he's wanted? How much? For That's a good point. Yeah, but you need to take a bounty contract on the person. You can't just go all judge dread on everything. We do have a bounty contract. On this specific guy. Yes, yes, that's why we're here. He's just not. The only reason he's not being turned yeah, in is because A, he's got money, and B, because it's the huts, and he's not in a hut system. No one's going to touch us once we get to the hut system. Yeah, but before then. Then again, you're still messing around with the huts. So they're going to risk this one guy who's a swindler. The huts have, like, no power in the course in the core world. Um, they do when they hire assassins. Yeah, that's kind of why you guys are there. Yeah, just not to assassinate him, just to make him give him back money, and probably like go in a hut death camp, um, mining, probably. Um, so I like my plan because if he's a swindler, he'll know. We know that we can't play fair against him. Yeah, he's a swindler, so he knows when we're gonna swindle him. No. He thinks he's just doing what he does best. If we play a fool and we're like, damn, we lost our ship. We're going to have to get off at the next stop. And he'll be like, cool, let me check out the ship. And then we just dead ass kidnap him. 
So we're just gonna let him win the ship? Yeah. It's not a bad idea. Cause if we make it, if we actively make a confrontation, then you know. So so then let's form other plans. What's a plan? I don't know. We could just have somebody wait in the bathroom and like hit him on the head when he goes to take piss. <laughs> um. So, all right. So if one of you is able to make him take a piss, I'll go hide in the bathroom with a claw. <laughs> but what am I gonna do I after think, that? I think the idea of letting him win the ship is actually not. Not bad. We just need to fool him into, you know, thinking that we're actually stupid enough to lose our ship. That's not hard. He already he already probably has a huge ego if he managed to rip off the huts. Good point. Alright, so who wants to go to the gambling table? Um, I'm I'm bad at presents. I'll I'll, um, I'll do it, I guess. Uh while he's doing that, I'm gonna I'm gonna hit up Clank and be like, Hey, I need you to set up the ship for uh an extra guest. <laughs> Should I should I, like, make some calf, or, like, uh, like... Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I'll get, I'll get a pop ruin. Don't worry, I got you. Good. Anything to keep the lad busy. Why, why, why did you... You gotta make him feel important. Yeah, but you're, you're having to brew a pot of coffee. You guys coffee? should be happy, you're gonna get the coffee. <laughs> this guy's not, he's gonna be in a coma. Um... Okay, so are you guys How just? How do you plan on putting him into a coma <laughs> with a club? You're you're just waiting in the uh like the main gambling hall. Um yeah, I'll I'll sort of sit at um a bar or something like that and, and just wait to see where he heads. Okay, uh, what are the what are uh Iota and Usix doing while this is going on? I'm gonna I'm gonna stay far enough away and just trying to look like a you know just a normal droid who's just vibing. Um, just so if something goes wrong, I can intercept, um, as fast as possible. Um, but I want to leave the, uh, debauchery up to, uh, not me. Uh, Usex? Um, I mean, from where I am now, can I get a look at where the gambling table is? Well, he hasn't gone to one yet, right? We're waiting for that. Yeah, you guys are waiting for him. You haven't seen him yet. Uh, you can get a decent angle on, like, where Foss is at the bar, but... Alright, well, I'll try my best to keep my eyes on him. And and remember, you don't all don't need to be on the main floor, either. There is, like, the upper floor looks down on the main floor. So you could feasibly also be You said there, there was only one entrance from the hangar, anyway. So he's got to come through that. Yeah, there is there is two other hangers, but they're all on the same side of the ship. So uh, whichever one he enters from, and that's and that's if he has his own ship. He also might enter from the actual docking station, in which case he would enter from the front of the ship. All right. Well, I'll keep an eye out for him, and if we don't see him in uh, by the time we start moving, I might go to go to the next spot. Okay. So in that case, Iota and Usix. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna need y'all to make stealth checks. Ooh, we sneakened. Uh, it's Where gonna are you be sneaking? Two red dice. Uh, just trying to blend in, I believe. Um, yikes, that's a despair. Ugh. Ugh, I'm not very good at blending in. I'm just your, your normal average day Pog robot. Champ. 
I one six uh, two success one threat. Poggers. Okay. So. Imagine being bad at sneaking. Uh, I only have two agility. You're. Foss. I'm not a stealth guy. Uh, give me. Uh, fringe Lord. Fringe I got Lord, this in my notes. Lord. Hold on. In his notes. Okay. Are you looking for his stats? Uh, no, I just wanted to make sure I had it written down right. Get that. So, um, it's just going to be either a vigilance or a uh, perception roll. Two purple. This guy does not have any stealth. That is two success and a triumph. Okay. Damn, girl! Um, so, you see, uh, coming from the front entrance to the gambling hall, so he definitely does not have his own ship. Drax, relatively scruffy-looking Pantoran guy, starts striding in through the main door into the gambling hall. However, you also see that he obviously clocks Iota, and not only does he see Iota, you all have, like, your guild medallions that you use to access guild terminals and let other guild members know that you're part of the guild. Um, Did Iota forget to take his off? Because uh, he's a droid, Iota's is magnetic, and he did not remove it. And it is very obviously like clung to the chest of his chassis. Drex sees this. Putting on a shirt. And I have a jacket. Books it. God damn it. There goes the the plan to There goes the plan to kidnap him. Oh no, the plan to kidnap him is still up, just not that plan. Uh anyways, wait, when you say Um, he clocks me, do you mean he he goes to hit me? No, no, no. He sees you and recognizes that you are a bounty hunter. How far away is he? Um, He is, like, medium distance from Foss, who's the closest. Perfect. Um, Perfect. Don't shoot him. Please don't shoot him. I'm shooting him. Uh, I I do want to let you know. um, We're in a crowded area. Yes, which is going to be already a thing. Um, Are you trying to shoot him normally? Or with a stun? Yeah, no, I, I have a stun setting. Okay, so you're going to need to be in short range for that. Is that for stun setting? Yeah. They have a max range of short, yeah. I did not know that. Um, also, your your gun, the, the pocket pistol you have, also adds a setback dice to any attack I, you make. I am aware, but I have I have mods for that. Don't you worry. Okay. Um, okay, so then I am going to use a maneuver to get into short range of him. I can do that, medium to short, right? Yep. Okay, uh, and now that I am in short range, I'm gonna use my electronics um, sight system to aim as an incidental, and and I have quick strike as one. I have I have quick draw as well, so I don't need to worry about that. So this is gonna be. And it's one purple for short range. Uh, it is indeed one purple. He does have uh, one defense. Um, I also have accurate, so that. Do you want another blue to use a destiny point? Uh, no. I have five greens, three blues against one purple and one setback, so I should be okay. Okay, um, because I'm gonna use one, so that uh, one purple dice is gonna become a red dice. 
I can see that Bro. from a mile away. As soon as you start asking about it, you you take that guess. Um, let me make sure that I don't have anything extra. Dude, I'm about to sweep this guy's leg. I am about to sweep this guy. I was designed um, for social. Let's see how this goes. Okay, yeah, that's five success, two advantage. How much uh, stun damage is that? Um, okay, so it will be five base plus the five success. And it has a crit of three, so I don't get to crit. I don't know if you can crit you on stun. You can crit on stun, no. Okay, so what can I do with two advantage? Can, you can either spend them for the uh, effects of your weapon, which I don't know if yours has any. And then there is... I can pull up... I think there's I like, think I can, like you can give a blue to a specific person. You can use it to recover strain. I um, I have some strain lost from last session that I you assume... that would have that would that would have all been fixed. Okay, I'll probably add a black to to anything that this guy tries to do. Okay, and that's uh ten total damage. Uh yes, that is ten stun damage. Okay, so he gets hit. Uh, he does not go down though. So, should we? Uh, well, this is gonna now be a chase. All right, how's chases? Um, it's going to be uh, you guys' athletics versus his athletics. Uh, uh, don't you mean? Never mind. You're right. <laughs> uh, oh wait, athletics. Oh, this that's brawn, big guy. That's gonna be you. So, um, the way we're gonna do this. It's going to be a combined roll for you guys. So I will allow either... Uh, actually, you know what? No. I'm going to enforce it. Um, oh, yeah. Athletics How are going to inf oh. Oh, no. is usually a bronze skill. Mm -hmm. This will use agility instead. Oh, good. Oh, great. So it just ruins me. You're each going to roll against his agility as the difficulty. That's even worse. So That's even better. The difficulty for this roll, well, roll so I'm the only one who needs to do it. Is going to be two red, two purple. Yikes. Um if he's running that fast, should I even try? This is a combined roll. Why are you rolling? Everybody's rolling. Oh. Because we're all trying to catch up to him. Unless you're unless you're actively not trying to catch him. I'm gonna cause more harm than good. Does this use a, a special or a, a skill, or is it just agility? It's it's athletics, but you use agility instead. Exactly. Oh, okay. Which which is why it's doubly bad for me because I have nothing in athletics, and then my agility is just lower. All right, I got one success, three advantage. Okay. Dude, this man's this man's too fast. So, uh, so essentially, you guys or Foss in this specific scenario, since you got one success. You were at short range with him. Yeah. So, in this round of the chase, you have moved to engage range. That's Meaning, actually not good. So, yeah. The rest of you, you're you're trying, uh, but uh, you're, uh, you're all still at medium distance from him. Um, and Usix, you're going to take three strain. Iota, you're going to take one. Now, the next round of the chase, Foss, you are in engaged range. You're, like, right on his tail. Kick him in the nuts. Beat his ass! So you have a choice here. Yes. Uh, you can either continue to 
to chase, which will be easier. It'll be the same rolls you just rolled. Okay. Or you can try and tackle him. Can I just shoot him? I mean, you could also do that, but it's going to be done while running, so it'll be more difficult. All right, what would tackling him imply? Uh, so it would be a brawl roll. Sounds like he's already going to shoot him. Um, yeah, I'm probably going to end up shooting him. And one of the dice is going to be upgraded from its normal. So if you're going to shoot him, this would be close range. Engaged. Yeah, it would be engaged with a ranged so weapon. Two green. So it would be... Uh, or is it three green? It would be, th- it green. It would be three purple. Yeah. So, Why three? Because, because you get two for being engaged, and then plus one because you're oh here. oh okay yeah got it got it got it got it. Um, one of those is going to be a red. Um, are you going to use a destiny point? Can I not just move to short range and then shoot at him? All right. So if you're going to do that, you might as well try to tackle him. And if you mess up, then you can just get up and shoot him. How does that work? Because if you tackle him and if you miss, he's probably going to advance forward. And then when he advances forward, instead of doing that, you can just shoot him next turn. The thing is, my brawl is is a yellow and a green, but I guess that's against what two purples. So, so it's like it's about it's about it. Is there an aim maneuver for tackling something? You could just use a use a destiny dice. Use a destiny dice. No. Now he the question the question is still out there. Yes. Would you like to use a destiny point? Um, I suppose so. Okay. Because I'm going to use one too, so it's going to be against two red. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That is one success, three threats, and one triumph. Those red dice rolled terribly. Um, okay. So, you tackle him. You're gonna take three strain. He could use a triumph for, uh... And a triumph. Hmm. Like the actual things. Oh, I have binders. Is there any chance I can use my triumph to put binders on him? Kalar would just go for that. (laughs) Yeah. I was gonna do something else, but yeah. Sure. So, uh, the two of you, uh, uh, Usix and Iota, are, are trailing behind. You watch as Foss just fucking... It's the, the oil bath. Um, I'm still, I'm still, uh, I'm still working it He's, off. You're still a little slippery, so, you know, you're not getting a lot of traction. Yeah, I slipped on the floor. I'm still slipping on the floor. Um, it's very polished. You come around the corner like Mike Wazowski, and there's that loud squeak on the polished floor. But you guys watch Foss just, he fucking takes off um, and tackles this guy to the ground. Um, and in one very quick motion, slaps some binders on him. I was I was a star on the track team back at Rodia High. <laughs> Rodia? <laughs> oh, okay. Um, so, yeah, I mean, everybody... Uh, he kind of like booked it into a hallway. It looks like this hallway both has stairs that lead, uh, stairs and turbo lifts that lead up to the um, floors above the main uh, gambling hall. But also, it looks like there are private rooms along these hallways as well. And so there are some people in the hallway with you guys, and they have kind of just stuck themselves to as close to the walls as they can as you've just tackled this man to the ground and slapped cuffs on him. Yeah, I, I just ping on my uh, on my little bounty hunter sigil to show off the fact that we're cool bounty hunters um, and that this man is probably going to be 
uh, fed to a live animal in front of a studio audience. Man, I remember <laughs> I remember that part of iCarly. Um, I will say, as you, as, yeah. as a fossil, you're on top of <laughs> you a wild he, Like, he's, he's struggling underneath you. And he's kind of, like, looking, he's struggling underneath you, and he's, like, looking over his shoulder, and he's like, listen, you, 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 you guys don't understand, okay? I, 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 I can't go in. I can't go in, all right? I, I need to be here, okay? Okay? Why do you need to be here? Are you being intimidating, or are you? Uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm just asking him. I'm being. Okay, uh, give me, give me Yo, this man, this, if we have to negotiate with this man about why we shouldn't feed him to a wild, like, anthrax-laced bear, um, I don't, uh, I'm not gonna put up with it. Sometimes you just have to lead uh, people to an anthrax-laced uh, bear. You just tackled him to the ground, so it's gonna be, uh, one purple, one red. I would think this man would be more persuaded. <laughs> well, he's nowhere um, close to persuaded. Okay, that's a failure and a threat. Um, it seems like, it's not like he shuts down, but he's, like, not listening, really, to what you're saying. He just keeps muttering is this guy on drugs uh, i need to do this i need to do this um yeah i mean you could you can yeah, look you got any, uh... all right well i'm gonna i'm gonna bring him along behind me and find um a security officer or something just so that we don't you know get forcibly uh thrown off the ship for my yeah you don't need stuff. to go far there are two security guys okay. that are running up the hallway towards you yeah i'm gonna you know show him the sigil and and explain what happened? I don't think uh, they'll care. They look exasperated, but after kind of looking at your medallion and then looking at each other, they both let out a sigh and they break around you to the other people in the hallway. And they're like, go on, go back to your drinks, go back to your gambling. Nothing to see here. Sorry, he made a run for it. I just had to grab him. Let's go turn this guy into Rancor Chow. Alright. Yeah, let's turn him into Rancor Chow. If he doesn't want to talk about what he needs to be here, I'm not really going to wait. I was paid to do a job, and I'm going to do the job. Yeah, let's uh, let's take him out of here. Um, if he tries anything wily, I got a, uh, 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 a stick that's worth 40 credits to clob him over the head with. <laughs> uh, I will ask, though. Um, if we get off of the yacht now... Can we get back on oh later? God. Like, do we have those little wristbands or whatever, just in case? <laughs> just in case. What? I mean, they didn't take your tickets, so I mean, technically. Why do you want to yeah. get back on the ship? Of time. Just in case this guy is like, even then, I don't care. We're bounty hunters. Like, I will say, you guys are like, it's still docked to the docking station above Talus. The implication is that it docks at a place, stays there for enough time that people can board and also the people that are already boarded can like, get off the planet see, you know some stuff and then yeah. come back yeah okay um, so well i'll uh, just i'll keep them out of the yacht in mind in case we want to come back okay so why don't we take this guy back to back to clunk in the ship clank um and we uh give this guy a piece is okay so um you guys make your way back through like, so, the, the main gambling hall is, like, it's circular. Spherical! Um, the, the whole, like, most levels of the ship are. So, this hallway that you're in kind of runs around the exterior of the gambling hall. So, you can just take this hallway, and it'll get you back to the door that leads to the hangar. 
or you could just walk him directly through the gambling hall. Um, um I'll go around. I don't want to attract attention, I guess. We already okay. dashed this guy through a hallway. Um, yeah, we. we so kind of... you guys make it back to the to the hangar. The security guys here look like they've already been made aware of what was going on, so they don't give you any trouble. Uh, as you walk up the ramp to the Shriek Hawk, it, you know, being a YT-2400, the interior is very Falcon-esque. Uh, so there's, like, a little lounge area in the center with, like, a like a dining setup. Uh, think, like, that kind of area of the ship where Luke trained with the, with the probe. Got it. Except instead of just a bunch of boxes in the corner, it's, like, an actual, like... Like a little diner booth. Okay, so. so there's a space for you guys to eat and stuff while you're traveling. Um, Clank is in there. He's just taken a pot of calf off the machine. And he's pouring uh, four cups. Because I don't think he ne- necessarily understands that Iota is a droid. and does What do you mean he doesn't calf. understand that? He's a droid. Um, but he's dumb. Yeah, but... You've you've kind of put yourself. You're discriminating. Above him, you're you're discriminating he's not against the smartest your own guy. kind. What? Because you I'm made it that they're they're freeloaders. Is that it? You want he's, you want he's also not that bright. Dude. Yeah, he is also um, a B one battle droid. So as you walk in, he's finished pouring the last cup, uh, and he turns to to greet you all. How oh, you you weren't lying, Derek. We do have a guest. Hi, my name is Clank. What's your name? I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna shove the guy a little bit. Go ahead, tell him. He kind of looks over his shoulder at you, like, "Are you really making me do this?" Um, before turning back to Clank, and just kind of like he's I mean he's cuffed behind his back, so he just kind of shrugs his shoulders a little bit, and just goes, "I'm Drex. Uh, nice to." meet you, and then kind of just glances back at you all over his shoulder. Damn right it is. Alright, um... Okay, then. Let's, uh, why don't you guys get your Joe? Or, do they have a different name for it in Star Wars? Do they call it, like, They call it Mama. It's called Joe Mama. It's literally just called Calf. Okay, so what do we, uh... I don't really care about his sob story or whatever he was going on about. never said anything. Yeah, I mean, if he doesn't want to tell me about it, then I'm not gonna make yeah, it a concern. I mean, you guys him. also have not, like, you haven't talked to him since you Yeah, I was gonna say that. Maybe you that also have cast. not searched him. Fine, I'll empty out his pockets. You have to do a full cavity search. I will. Uh-oh. Um, <laughs> you really don't want the droid okay. giving you a cavity um, search. He's, he's, Metal uh, hands in your bum is not a good thing. He's, uh... One's rusty. Restrained, so... It's just going to be a one purple perception Does roll. Does he have to make a um, contesting roll to not get tetanus? <sighs> make a constitution saving throw. One success, three advantage. Nice. He nice. has a thermal detonation. Um, okay. No. So he does have like a set of slicer gear on him. He is very obviously armed. He has a heavy blaster pistol holstered. But you also find a data pad shoved into the pocket of his uh, jacket um, that is unlocked. Okay, Yoink! let's read all of his text messages. I'm reading his dirty secrets. It looks like it's got minimal amount of information on it. It looks, from the uh, making an assumption, it's like a burner. Well, yeah, this guy seems um, like a drug addict. 
Despite the fact that he was at the fancy party. It has a set of messages between someone called the Overseer and the messages essentially break down that the Overseer and his organization were planning on paying off his debt to the Hut cartels in exchange for him essentially assassinating someone else that was going to be aboard the Crystal Star and reacquiring some data that they had stolen from the Overseer's organization and were planning to sell for 750,000 credits. Okay. So you know what that means? Well, no. That means... I'm, we're not taking up an assassination job. We're no, opposite. Hands. Opposite. We go kill that guy. We get the data. That's for the 750,000 credits. We go sell that. I'm... I'm not... If this is the best they could do to save that data, that's on them. I still also for am... bounty hunters, it's probably best if we don't do that. First yeah, I'm gonna say, let's not is. assassinate nor murder anyone, please. Well, who's he assassinating? I'm sure it tells. It wouldn't just give vague like go kill someone. That doesn't make any sense. It says Imperial Data Analyst Wilhelm Farther. That guy okay, sounds like we're definitely ex- not. Oh yeah, we're definitely not. Empire. I'm not saying we need to incur the wrath of the Empire. I'm saying maybe we should let this guy do go do his job, and then he deals with the wrath of the Empire. Well, no, because then we don't get paid. Let him kill the guy, and then we take him to the huts. <laughs> yeah, but then we don't get paid because they pay off his debts, and that's the whole point. Is so there's two ways this guy can get his debts paid. One involves us getting money, and one doesn't. Uh, so I, I, I do also want to say, because you, you did roll pretty pretty damn well on that perception roll, you do see two other things. Uh, one, also in this guy's jacket, in the same pocket as the data pad, is a very familiar pouch of spice. Why is that familiar? Because he does spice. Because it's the same spice that you found... Uh, on one of those thugs when you were escaping the Ring of Kafreen, the ones that were dealing with the weird stormtroopers. Um, the other thing you see is that upon close inspection, on his left hand, there is... Uh, no, when, when you cuffed him initially, you just thought it was like like a scar or a burn mark or something. You know, the general thing you'd get, you know, in a hard lifestyle. Um, Seeing it now, it is a brand that looks like the same symbol that was on those Stormtroopers' armor. So what I'm hearing is we either... Either way, they're the Empire. (laughs) Yes, but even more the reason to turn this guy in. But then we incur the wrath of the Empire. We already have incurred the wrath of that Empire. So... So there's no downside to put, turning this guy in. Why Why would we go help this guy? However, we can find out who imprisoned us. Or we let him kill the guy. He gets the data. No. We get him and the data. We turn him in and we sell the data. That way, the data can only be traced back to him. And by that point, he's already in the hut's uh, protection, so to speak. <laughs> Yeah, but the problem there is the fact that then we have to go assassinate We don't need to assassinate an Imperial. 
we need to let him assassinate an Imperial and we just provide him the means of getting it done and a way out. I think he would fight tooth and nail over that data, though. He's going to fight tooth and nail against three people. Yes, because otherwise it's him going to the huts. Well, I mean, they're the Empire on both ends. I don't think these people plan yeah, on... Yeah, but one Empire seems debt. much more... Uh, even though it's the Empire. One seems just more evil and shady than the normal Empire. Which is why I'm saying I don't think they're, they plan on uh, letting this guy walk free after doing the assassination. Well, they planned on paying off his debts. Yeah, how much do you think that's actually going to be the case? They could just have someone come by and kill him. True, he could get Lee Harvey off. Or they could just have a bounty hunter come and take him to the haunts. <laughs> True, so we should just save our save us some time and just do it ourselves. Yeah, but if we get the data as well, we could sell that and strike a blow to the dickheads not, who lost First of all, it. this guy's not getting back in. We already arrested him. Oh, but we... Uh... Yeah, so we can interrogate him, but we still turn him over to the huts just to find out more about who the hell he's working for. But I don't... We definitely should not be going off doing random assassinations for no money. We don't even know who this guy would sell that information to. I say we just turn him in. We came here to do a job. Let's get the job done. Exactly. Um, um, hell, <laughs> we were feeling extra spicy to be like, hey, Empire, this guy's about to get assassinated. Give us money. But, um, no, because uh, I don't care about the dead imp. Uh, so, yeah. Let's uh, let's take this man out to to pasture. Um, he doesn't deserve it any better. He's, he's a fucking imp. He's also like a scumbag. So. Yeah. All right. Let's bring him in. Where was the drop-off point? Hey, but now you get another. Now you get another thing of spice. Oh, you're right. I do have another satchel of spice. So, you, what are you? What are you, What is the plan? Yeah, we're just going to maybe do a light interrogation on the way there if you guys are feeling up for it. I have a one present, so I don't care. Um, and uh, we'll hand him over to the uh, the huts because um, this guy is in bed with the uh, with the weird shady Imperials. Not yeah, the, but the, the weird shady Imperials. guys are just going to end up hiring another assassin to get their data back, aren't they? Maybe. Maybe that's their last stop. Maybe that's their last chance to do it. Think about it. They hired this guy. I really guy. doubt it's their this last guy, chance wait, to do it. Wait, does this guy even have a gun? How is he going to assassinate? Uh, he had a heavy blaster pistol on him, I said. Oh, I've missed that part. Um, so, but it is kind of weird. Eh, never mind. I was going to say, it's kind of weird that they would uh, hire this guy. And it would, coincidentally, also we're coming to kill this guy. Or kidnap this guy. But then I realized it's the other way around. They hired him because they could use him as, use that as blackmail. Or they could use it as an easy way of getting rid of him. True. They could do that also. But because they could always, he does the job, then he could either be killed or just given to the to the huts. Either way, he's being arrested. Um, they might hire someone else to kill that Imperial, but either way, if the Imperial lives or not, if they get the information and use it, that's a bunch of dead, weird, shady imps. If they don't use it, that's, um, uh, if they, if that imp gets killed, that's one dead normal imp, so. Yeah, but then their data's back in their hand. Okay. Which and already wouldn't be a good thing. True, but that's not on us. 
you want to go kill an Imperial officer on board a Imperial a ship? Single Imperial it's... officer? Everyone there, Jib, everyone there is in Imperial uniform. I will say, yeah. they're not in Imperial uniform, they're in... Uh, it's uh, stylistically similar. Um, and you did they're see... the core worlds. A lot of their outfits are Imperial designed, because it's the core worlds. And yeah, you did see what you could assume are some Imperials there that are off-duty, but there's just as many fancy aliens and, uh, you know, uh, other rich aristocratic types. So it's not like this whole thing is just Imperial personnel. Okay. So, if you want to do it, the best way we could do it is we find out that this guy had an accomplice, with quotation marks, and now we find out who the accomplice is via interrogating this guy. The accomplice just so happens to be that Imperial officer. So now we have to go arrest him too. Now someone's thinking with a brain. However... We still have to do the problem of, um, we, we only have a bounty for one. What are we going to do with the other guy? We can't kill him. I mean, we can. He's an imp. Yeah, but he's not, that's, that's illegal. That part of it is illegal. Okay. They won't know that he's we're getting not supposed killed. To, according to the, we take him in. We're not supposed to kill people who aren't part of the bounty. Okay. We're not even supposed to kill the bounty people either, but we can. We can Listen, I say we just bring it what? up to the guild and do nothing else. What I'm saying is, once we start taking the other guy out to hut space, say this Imperial officer just happens to go missing, or happens to get shot out of an airlock. Does anyone here have a negative background experience with the Imperials that would have a, a, a benefit to doing this? Also, that doesn't sound very Mandalorian. <laughs> you, you ask the Mandalorian if they have a problem with Imperials. Yes. Huh. The, the, the group that pretty much just put a stranglehold on their planet and forced them to migrate away from their home planet. Huh. Would I have a problem with them? Yes! My guy, my guy doesn't have a huge um, database of things the Imperials done bad because my guy's been a bounty hunter. <laughs> Fucking adult. The, the the Imperials are probably one of the people who send out bounties that I've probably done quite a few on. Yeah, but this guy has expensive data on him. True. That's the big thing. Expensive data that is just so coincidentally data from our enemy. It's a win-win on our side. The only collateral damage in that scenario is a dead Imperial officer. And it is I gotta... quite expensive. That is... Three quarters of a million. Quite a pretty That is a yes. That is almost like five well, rockets. Who is he selling it to? Who cares? We could sell it to someone else. Sell it to the Hawk cartels for all we care. Yeah, but information the, sells. But my question is: the imperial, he's an imperial research analyst that is selling information. Perhaps he's selling it to the rebellion. True, he could be selling it to the rebellion. But do you think the rebellion would pay off an imp, or do you think they would just do what we're well, about to do? Well, if the imp is a turncoat. They don't. And I don't see why they wouldn't. The rebels would not pay for information. They have rebels go get the information. I mean, they also have a lot of former True, Imperials. <laughs> yeah. Say the guy isn't even selling it. Say he's just giving it to but the But there was a number. The there was a price I mean, there. Uh, 
Crix Nadine, who is like the head of rebel intelligence, uh, was a former Imperial intelligence officer. Yes, but once again, like I'm saying, is the fact that would they pay for it though? Would rebels pay an Imperial for it, or would they just have a turncoat give it to them? Why would they give you money for it when they could just get it for free? Well, it does seem like from the conversation that the seven hundred and fifty thousand was an S is yeah, like an appraisal of how much the information could be worth to interested parties. It's not like a straight locked in number. So that means the people who are gonna buy we, it we could sell it to the to the rebellion. Or the rebellion could just do what they would do and be like, it's for the good of mankind, just give it to us. And you're just gonna hand it over? You're gonna put No, it I would be like, give me money. I mean, and they'll be like, to be oh, fair, sorry, they paid Han Solo. They literally they pay Al, they pay people outside of the rebellion for their services. Not Imperials. Yes, because the Imperials that give them services are usually... And not when we kill the guy who took the information and then said, Okay, now give us the money. Han Solo didn't shoot their informant. No, but Han Solo also wasn't an imp. <laughs> True. I mean, he was at one point. Not at that point. And he was barely an imp at that point. Either way, I don't think we'd get... We're not. We wouldn't get paid for the information. Who are you gonna sell it to? The Rebel Alliance. That's probably already getting information from this guy. The Rebel Alliance. We could sell it to the Huts, who have the no Huts interest that we could sell in to. a Imperial organization. I, Alec, you do realize. All right, that listen, Usix. I'm just saying that there are two people that they pay for. Want it? I don't have a. I don't have a problem if it's if there would be no downside to it. Literally but the anyone is we don't that. Have a, that seller. takes information usually buy information. <laughs> In this case, this kind of information could go for a we very... We don't even know what the information is. It's just them yeah. saying, our but information is worth so decent... much money. Yeah, that's good. Sell the shit for a lot of money. Yep. That's all But that's it's all the internal need. saying it's a lot of money. That doesn't mean it's actually worth anything. I mean, if they think it's worth a lot of money, then it's probably worth a lot of money. Because if it's like... Especially for a guy to take it and for them to hire someone to kill him for it. Yeah, but it. the thing is, if it's like plans for a starship, you can't sell that to the Huts. The Huts aren't going to buy that. If it's plans on how to make the coolest, newest, hit drug, Spice, with an extra P, then yes, then maybe the Huts would be into that. Al, do you really think the Huts only deal in Spice and guns? Yes! They don't sell spaceships. I mean, they did have a super weapon built at one point. True, they did have a super weapon built, but they're gonna, they're gonna. It's information, information that they could sell for much more. Okay, so I'll back you up on it, but you actually have to go kill this guy. Well, the plan you had before would work. <laughs> so you have to go, you have to go gamble our ship away then. Why would we have to go gamble our ship? Oh, you're talking about we the just say the fucking plan. guy. We just say the guy's in bed with the goddamn All right, with the guy I'll, we just I'll grabbed. Go back you up on I that, will say, you gotta go get that man. The messages do have a room number. They have a room. Oh, so we know where this guy's going to be. What is the room number? Uh, it is room uh, twenty-one eighty-seven. Um, well, so the first we number just... is based on the floor, so the gambling hall is it's considered the 21st 
for. Well, no. Uh, what? So the gambling hall is, they, they kind of do it like they do in Britain, where the gambling hall is ground oh, floor. I... So all of the rooms on that floor would start with a G and then three numbers. The floor above that is first floor. Oh, it's second floor. It's second floor, which would technically be the third floor. Yeah. Um, and then room That's like all the way in the basement, though, isn't it? Second floor? <laughs> no, that would be it, it. Would be above <laughs> the. It would be the. It would be the third floor yeah. in actual terms, not British. Yeah, it would be two floors above the gambling hall. So what I'm hearing here is, we re-enter the building, we break into the room, and we just wait for him to come. We bust him. If anyone asks any questions, say he's part of a bounty, or we cut them in half. Do not kill civilians. We get the information from the guy, and we're gone. What happens to the Imperial officer next? We could kill him, we could not. We could leave him somewhere. Who gives a shit? We can also make it much more erratic, and we can bring around our big guns if we say that they're planning to put a bomb on the ship. We're not a counter-terror group, we're bounty hunters! <laughs> Yeah, but we still have a moral duty. Moral duty. To make some fat dosh. Um, we but if don't... we inspire panic, it clears paths. And also... It clears paths? We, we're not fucking going through a crowd. We're literally going to wait in a room. Oh, so we're just... We're going to, we're going to break into someone's hotel room and wait for them to come back. That's literally it. <laughs> okay, so then fine. Yeah, well, let's go do that. I am not coming um, with you. Okay, so then you stay and interrogate this guy. Um, make sure you keep all we're guns going away to, from him. We're going to kidnap this imp, and we're going to get information to sell for big bucks. But since you're not in on it, you're not getting any of the money. <laughs> you will get part of the money. You're part of our crew. That's how that works. Um, I'm going to buy my own space yacht. <laughs> however, not with that much money, you won't. going to be a space How much is dingy. a Star Destroyer? <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's more than that. But you could buy a pretty big ship. Yeah, so let's, uh, why don't we go, how are we going to get into this room, guys, room? we don't have a key. How, how is this we guy going to get into in. this room? I look I at him, how are you going to get in that room? I, I, I will say, when you searched him, you found Slicer gear on him. He was going to break, he was going to do what we were going to do! He was going to break into the room and shoot the guy! <laughs> we're not going to shoot him. No, we're going to stun him and take him out. Um, well, do you have stun? Yeah, my wrist blasters have stun. Okay, cool. Uh, I have a, I have a... Billy I I really hope this guy isn't that uh isn't that beefy because uh if I shoot him with both of my guns I'm doing 18 and stun damage. <laughs> it's fine. I'll just club him over the head. I'll just hide behind the door so he comes in and I just bonk him. Um, okay. No, we just wait for him to come in and we act like Chris. So Hansen. then I'll grab the slicer gear because um I have the uh, intelligence to use it. Okay. Um, oh, what's your intellect? Not high enough, but still go there off. Go. Uh, yeah, and then we'll uh, we're gonna break. Yeah, we'll head room. back. Uh, we'll head back over. Um, Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. We won't unless someone asks. We don't have to tell them why we're going back into the party. So no, we don't we have just... to worry. If they ask, we say we're. Oh. So yeah. Okay. So we're gonna go head up there. So you guys uh walk down the ramp uh. As, as you're walking away, you just hear from behind you. Hey, give me something at the gift shop. <laughs> Will do. 
Um, we're not getting something from the gift shop, are we? Yes, we are. We're getting a bobblehead. Um, as as you once again approach the uh, door out of the hangar, we show the ticket. Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, the security guys. It's the same security guys as before, so they just kind of nod at you as you walk through. Oh, okay. Um, and start making oh, your way towards the uh, room. I could have brought um, my gun or uh, my sword. No, you couldn't have. They didn't check. Your sword sticks out like a sword from. Uh, it's fashion. Uh, it's fashion sword. When you make it to the room, the door is locked. Uh, so <laughs> whoever is going to slice it, I'm going to need a three purple computers roll. Easy. Meanwhile, uh, Foss, you're on the ship with Drex and Clank. What are you doing? I guess I'll ask him a little bit more about this um, information and uh, I guess about the officer if he knows him. Okay. Um, two success, three threats. <laughs> I've been identified in the system. You've already been identified. <laughs> yeah. Big dick. Um, okay. So you probably broke the slicer gears, which you probably did. <laughs> Foss, uh, give me a negotiation roll. Uh, it's gonna be three purple. Stop negotiating. Hit him in the uh, face. Mean, meanwhile, back at the back at room twenty one eighty seven. Uh, yeah, you're able to get the door open. Um, the alarm goes off. You, as as like you hit the last little click before the door slides open. Um. You do see a guy kind of come around the corner. He sees you. Mm-hmm. Definitely recognizes that you're doing something off. But What's fixing the door. He yeah, himself looks a little, a little sketch. Out of it. He's drugged. Oh, is he? You? Um, mm. and he kind of just like squints, gives a nod. And then turns around and walks away. Maybe that was his. What, what do you mean? What do you mean? What do you mean? He look like. What is he wearing? Um. A lot of dark colors. It's very. Um, think like. Uh, how do I want to do this? Uh, think like what Han wears at uh, Cloud City, like like the long sleeve jacket instead of the vest. Well, instead of like a white shirt, it's like gray. So everything is just all very dark, neutral colors. Um, he's just a human. Um, but, uh, he's got, like, one cybernetic eye and, like, a very obvious scar that you could assume, uh, is what caused him to lose his natural eye. Um, but definitely kind of scruffy looking, a little out of place in this kind of environment. Definitely not an Imperial tech guy, obviously. Definitely not a nerf herder. He's probably here for some other fucking deal. Uh, no, he probably was gonna help that guy break into here and kill him. I doubt it. Um, either way... Why would they hire two people to come kill a single fucking dude? Um, it's easier for two people to consume a corpse than one. Um... What? I don't, Did I don't you say think consume that was in the, a corpse? <laughs> I don't think that was in the... I don't think that was in the job description. <laughs> we'll pay your debt, but you gotta eat the guy. Uh, it's the easiest way to hide it. Um, but, uh, uh Foss... Uh, did you make that roll? Uh, what was the difficulty? Uh, it was three purple. Okay, um, that is one failure, one advantage. Okay. So, uh, we'll get to that in a second. Uh, 
Usix and uh, Iota, you're going into the room. Yeah, we're gonna go in and close the door behind us. Okay. So you step in. It's dark. The Can we lock off. the door behind us? Yeah, yeah. There's it? there's there's a button to lock it. So you walk in, lock it, and you're able to find the light switch. Um, when you turn the light on, there's a dead body. There is a body on the ground. Fucking a. It was a guy. It was the sketchy guy. Um, had to have been. Uh, you want to run out and go get like him? Kano-looking motherfucker. You want to run out and go get him? Kick the body. See if it's dead. See if it's just not a passed-out Imperial dude. Um, you know what? I wouldn't have guessed that this is what a uh, this is what the Imperial would have looked like. So you know what? Yeah, he looks like Doctor Strange. Yeah, you can tell that. Uh, like the pants are still very obviously uniform pants. Um, of they like, look like a. It. Uh, like an officer or an engineer. Um, yeah, but he's wearing a green hoodie. But the rest, it's less of a hoodie Comfy. and more of... I don't know, I see the zipper. Um, it's a jacket. Yeah, it's, a it's like a bomber jacket. He's wearing almost. a windbreaker. Um, he's a bomber. Dude, I told you we should have told him there had been bombs. We just showed them the jacket and said, see, he's a bomber. He's wearing a windbreaker um, when he was trying to get away from the guy. You just hear... Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> it looks like he was uh, stabbed and there is a data pad laying close to the body i'm assuming all the data on it's gone um no it is it, the, the room itself looks like it's trashed it looks like somebody like tossed the room looking for something um the data pad is the shady guy just a burglar was the shady guy just a burglar coming to look for invaluables you don't know and killed the guy in the scuffle but the data pad is unlocked. It looks like it has, like, a, um, like, it's got, like, a little wire plugged into it, um, with, like, a little electronics box. It looks like it's there to crack whatever security's on the data pad. Um, but, like the guy that, like, Drex, it looks like it was a burner data pad, and it seems like he was interacting with an anonymous uh, third party. And the gist that you're getting is that he worked for an organization called The Exchange. Um, no wonder he got stabbed. And that their operation was getting a little too um, morally dark for him. And he decided to jump ship. Um, and that he will meet one of this anonymous third party's uh, associates on Corellia, and that he'll bring his droid, which contains the information that he's selling. Well, now we need to find a droid. Um, Shit. So, uh... Now, now's the time we go find the shady guy. Well, the shady guy didn't have a droid, did he? No, but we can interrogate him for the droid. Um, who knows? Maybe he's involved, or maybe he's just a serial killer loose on the on the ship. <laughs> I'm gonna need uh, both of you to give me a one purple vigilance roll. Jesus Christ! The serial killer's striking. Um, meanwhile, uh, so Foss, you got a failure with a uh, advantage, so. What exactly are you asking, Drex? Um, I don't really know specifically. I just wanted to know, like, did you have somebody you wanted to, you know, sell to? 
Um, how were you planning on getting off the ship after, you know, killing someone? Basic questions. Okay. So, you ask all this of him, and he kind of sits there for a minute. You can tell he's very nervous, but he starts, he's talking very fast. Um, and you don't really get a solid answer to your question. Like, he's saying things, but he's just like, I I, I just, I, they, they, they told me to do it, and that after I did it, I was to contact them. And, and, and that everything would be okay. And, um, uh, uh, that if I didn't do it, they would know. Um, which I don't know what the hell that means. Like, uh, I mean, as far as I know, I'm their only guy here. But, uh, like, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. They, I, I was just supposed to do it and tell them. And that's it. Okay. Well, I don't really care too much about his sob story, so. I also don't really want to kill this guy, but they're already on it. Okay. Um, so as, as hey, we didn't, we didn't kill him. We didn't do it. <laughs> um, as you're sitting there and you're listening to him say this, um, as he kind of quiets down, you hear the sound of a ship coming into the hangar. Can't really tell what it is. I mean, you can't see it. You're in like the central part of the Shriekhawk. So like, there's no windows, but you can hear the telltale sounds of like sublight engines and the, like, release of hydraulics as a ship sets down in the hangar. Well, that's probably not good. Um, I can't just leave without my compatriots, so I'll wait. Okay, so you head to the cockpit. You don't, like, it's hard to see because you, you kind of parked facing the back wall of the hangar. So... You don't see a new ship, so the best you can assume is that they landed somewhere behind the Shriekhawk. But as you're looking out, you see six individuals, five of which um, are very familiar. Oh boy. It's five rather dirty and scuffed-looking stormtroopers. Oh boy. And at the head of the group is a... Stormtrooper in, like, slightly bulkier armor. No helmet. He's got, like, a mohawk and a headband. Like a, like a, like, just like a, like a bandana tied around. Um, and he's got, like, a heavy blaster rifle. Shouldered. What fucking dickhead is this? Um, well, I'm on the ship, yeah, so I have my weapons now. Uh, yeah. Not that you I'm gonna, like, fire fire. I'm not gonna open fire on him or anything, I'm just saying. Uh, they seem I don't to. Know. I'd say be ready. Uh, they they seem to ignore the shriek call. Um, but as they're walking up, it seems like uh, you're enough of a distance away that you can't hear what's being said. One of the security guys kind of steps forward, um, and like puts his hand out, um, and the guy with the heavy repeating or with the heavy oh blaster rifle shoots both security guys dead. Oh boy! Um, now would be the time to shoot. The you see the the crewman that had like the lights that was directing you guys in when you landed, um, like he's coming back from his break, um, without skipping a beat. One of the other stormtroopers just shoots him and guns him down too, and they just enter in through the main door. Um, uh, the stormtroopers are committing no Russian. I would like to uh, file a complaint with their HR. Well, I don't really want to engage all of them by myself, so I guess I'll tell Clank to wait on the ship. I'll take my gun out, and I will follow them. Okay. 
stealthily as possible. I don't really want to fight six people. Oh, also, do you guys have, uh, I would assume you guys have comlinks. With I would which assume I can... so. That's a good question. Do you I will communicate then that there is a, uh, a serious problem. Do you not have a comlink? Your armor comes with one, though, doesn't it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure, but if not, I have one in my inventory. Oh, well. I don't own one. Why do you not have one? So, you would you would I'm... be able to, Foss, you would be able to contact Jesus fucking Usyk Christ. from the comm station on the Shriekhawk. Alright, well, Iota's with him, so that, that works. I want to know who murdered this guy, and I want to know where this droid is. I want my money. Um... So yeah, as as this is going on, as the stormtroopers are uh, killing the security guys and coming in, back in uh, room twenty one eighty seven, uh, you guys are kind of doing a scan of the room. Usix, you hear a sound in. There's like a small vent on the wall. Sauce. Um, and you kind of like look over at it, and Iota gets the same idea and. As you, Why are we tossing the guy in the vent? You get close to it. It's not big. It's like probably it's gonna be a small droid in the six vent. inches like tall by like a foot wide. Throwing the guy. Thought we were hiding the corpse in it. No, there's a sound coming from the vent. <laughs> As you get close, I like I, I like to imagine that this is a conversation that's happening in character. <laughs> I'm starting to pick up the corpse and like, hey, you want to help me? Um, but as you get close, the vent pops open, uh, as if it was, like, slammed from the inside, and, uh, you see, uh, hold on. Uh-oh, that's, that's not great. That's, um, that, oh, oh, droid, oh! A, that's not great, though, that's a snitch droid. A small droid. Um, yeah, but, uh, we get it in our possession. I'm battering it with Money! my club! Uh, it looks like oh, this is the droid you want to beat the it's shit an out imp of. It's droid. It's racist. Uh, it 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 looks like that. It's a slightly different. It looks like a, an ID nine uh, imperial droid. Sure does. Um, though instead of having like dangly legs with like little uh, like claw hands, uh, they're more like uh, they're more like spindly like spider legs. So like the one from. Uh... A battlefront, kind of. It's it's definitely smaller though. It's it's about the size of a small dinner plate, um, and it we can throw it like a frisbee. It, throw it at the wall. It obviously cannot fly, but it can cling to the walls with the legs. It looks like they're magnetized, so it kind of just comes crawling out like a spider. Um, That's kind of creepy. Jeez. Uh, hey there, buddy. And it crawls hey, down the it. wall. And gets in between you guys and the body, and it can only communicate. It can only communicate in beeps and boops. Like I like can understand beeps and boops. Um, yeah, you can understand binary. What does it say? It's very primitive, but the gist that you're getting, it's like, it's like a dog getting in between its wounded master and a possible threat. Hey there, buddy. Is it doing robotic barking? <laughs> uh, not really. It's just letting out like little, little chirps and whistles to essentially be like, "Hey, stay back." Hey, hey, we need to know who did this. Um, 
so we can uh, we can figure out what happened here. Do we really need to do that though. Uh, shut up, please. You have to calm down the robot. Give give me a charm roll. Um. Oh yeah, we could do that because then we can extract the data from the robot yeah. and keep the Don't robot. Don't say it in front of the robot. I'm not saying it in character. Um, you're gonna get a natural boost to this. And this is on top of any... I don't know if you actually have speak binary, which would help in this scenario. No, I'm a robot. I just do it. I get a boost. And how many purple? It's gonna be two. I'm just saying, we extract the data from the robot, and then we have another robot. I think it understands. Um, so... It kind of, like, looks between you and back to the body... And kind of just lets out like that sad little, and kind of like, like just kind of like nudges its like dish like head up against the guy's like hand, but obviously the body's limp; it's not moving. Yeah. Okay. So, so we're bounty hunters. We do you know the stuff. Oh, we're uh, just just to know: are we are we now informed that people are shooting up the hangar? Yeah. As 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 this happens, okay. you get. A message from Foss. Okay, so... There are people here coming to kill the drone. So, um, not only are we, um, we, uh, you know, we're, we're bounty hunters, so we need to figure out who did this so we can stake them in. It's not only for goodwill, it's for the fact that, you know, um, these are bad people. Um, also, uh, there is a group of active shooters in the, uh, in the, in the hangar, um, Presumably, oh, they, have, they have left the hangar at this point. Uh, <laughs> in the main area, <laughs> shooting up civilians, and uh, we need to get you out of here because they're probably gonna come for you. Because you got you got you got some funny knowledge in your brain there, bud, and uh, they're willing to kill lots of innocent civilians for it. So we need to drive that information away from the people killing innocent people. Uh, okay. Give me give me another charm roll. You're still going to maintain the boost, um, but this one is going to be just one purple. I'm still going to fail. <laughs> Hold on. I didn't fail. Not yet. See, I told you. It. I'm a l- it's getting better, but I have one presence. What do you want from me? I'm about to stun this droid. <laughs> I'm, I'm about to club it. <laughs> Don't kill it. We could use it. Okay, so three advantage. How do I want to... Iota. He, yes. you say this, he looks once again between the body and you, and then he gives like a little nod, uh, and like a little, a little whistle in the affirmative, um, and then literally climbs up your back and like clings to like almost around your shoulders. Um, He's got a robot backpack. And isn't this just from Fallen Order? No, that's yes. that's the the droid is more similar to Aiden Verzios. Yeah, but the droid's also doing oh, an action similar to both Aiden's and well, Cal's saying droids. that it's the droid that Aiden Verzio has. Yes, it's, the droid would not, act like a, the droid. It's a uh, model behind, it. so it is roughly it's, similar in size to BD One. That's not R two D two. That's R two D one. Dumbass, <laughs> aren't you get pranked? Actually, yeah, so if, what it if still rolls we're making around, a good com- if we're making a, a good comparison, it would be an R one D two. The first number is is the model. Not necessarily. 
aren't droid names just uh little sections of their serial number that could be like many yeah, many but they many still... digits no. and numbers yeah but when it comes to astromech they droids they have naming conventions yeah when it comes to astromech droids the the letter and number in the beginning is the model so r2 is an something, r2 something 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 the same as unlike c3po which is c3 something something <laughs> like r5d4 on tatooine is not the only r5 <laughs> unit but there are other r5 units but yeah, back back to it. Uh, he he is roughly the same size as BD one. So yeah, it's it's I think an imperial version of that, except it's got four legs. Um, Either uh, way, what I'm hearing is uh, just keep your jacket over the droid so that the, so that the active shooters don't see it. Oh, um, he is he is fully like climbed up over your jacket onto your shoulder, um, and yeah. is like locked in place. Um, go get me that guy's bed sheet. And I'll just You're throw gonna it on like a, like a poncho. I'll, yeah, wear it like a poncho. All right, um, we're gonna we're gonna. I'm a poncho I guess, up. I guess we're gonna use uh, one of the fucking bed sheets. Dude, I'm gonna look like I'm gonna look cage. like El Cabonk. Either way, you you make a poncho out of out of the bed the sheet. The um, I mean, it's not a very thick bed sheet. There's still a little bit. Oh if, no. If you if you look closely, uh, like the 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 hump from the droid being on your back you could probably ignore but there is like a slight dim glow yeah from his eye so yeah but that's it's less noticeable on a droid who's running around as a droid then again they may be like maybe that's the droid and just talk about me i i i will say uh if if these guys are trying to get their own property back they probably probably know know what model droid it is oh well then it doesn't matter no, because they're going to kill us anyway. Not if we just run past them. Ah, yes, run towards the active shooter. Um, when I have El Cabonk. Um, but are you guys leaving the room? Yes, I mean, there's nothing else we can do. Okay. Um, so while you're doing that... stomp on the data pad on the way out, uh, though, so that it's broken. Fuck those guys. <laughs> okay. Um, while you're doing that, Foss, give me a stealth roll. Oh, boy. Okay. He's gonna get shot dead. No, I have good. I have good stealth. I have good stealth. What's the difficulty? Um, hold on one second. It's gonna be uh, one red, two purple, and and you're just leaving Clank on the Shriekhawk with Drex. Yes, don't I, do that. I... No, because he thinks he's a guest. Oh well, I'll make sure that he knows. I he's I don't a guest. think Clank really understands that, considering Drex is also handcuffed. Um, yeah, but he's dumb enough to think I drink mocha. So you you do pass along that he is a prisoner, and as you're like stealthing out of the ship, oh boy! Are you serious? Um, that, All right, that, well, to advantage. Uh, as as you're sneaking down the ramp, Clank, uh, is like, "Don't worry, I'm gonna take my job very seriously." And then he oh. turns to face Drex, who's like sitting down at the table. And he takes the baton. Oh god. And like just slams it into his leg. Oh my god. We said he's a prisoner not to fucking kill him. Dude, awesome. Um it doesn't look like it, it did any like major uh-huh, boss, damage. Detroit is awesome. He, dude, dude's gonna have a welt on his leg though. <laughs> um okay. I know he's not that strong, but that makes so, sense for a battle truck. I will say, um, so you got two advantage, but no success. So you're able to follow relatively closely. 
um, without getting spotted. But how many civilians have they gunned down at this point? Uh, none at this point. It seems like uh, the hallway going from the hangar to the gambling hall is relatively empty. But once they make it out into the actual gambling hall, the bulkier trooper with the the heavy blast rifle jumps up onto one of the Pazak tables. Oh boy. And fires a couple shots into the air. Oh boy. And he just kind of, uh, obviously he's got a blaster in, in his one hand, so he only uses the other hand to, like, amplify his voice by, like, cupping it around his mouth. Um, but you watch as he jumps up, does this, uh, and goes, All right, ladies and gentlemen, we won't take up too much of your time. We're here looking for a piece of our property that was stolen from us. So. As long as you stay out of our way while we look for it, nothing bad will happen. But, if you get in our way, and he just points the rifle down at the uh, uh, the dealer of the table and just blows this guy away. As this is going on, the other five troopers are kind of spreading out through the gambling hall. Um, one of them does turn around, and you're able to pull your head back behind the uh, like door frame. So it... It doesn't look like they clocked you as, like, a combatant, but he definitely, like, leans over to one of the other guys and says something. Uh, so they know you're there, but it seems like, as far as they know, you're just another guest. Okay. Well, I'll stay down, and I assume that since I, you know, cased the place earlier, if I see them leave, I'll probably have an idea of where they're going, so, like... Continue to follow them, but a little bit behind. Where, like, I won't see them. Uh, we should almost certainly kill these guys, right? Uh, well, at, at this point, like, fire on six of them. they're not moving as a group anymore now that they're oh, in okay. the main gambling hall. The five I don't have, troopers, we don't have our primary weapons. Yeah, the, the, yeah I but do. they're splitting I, up. I definitely cannot carry your two, though. Yeah. Unless, how, what, what's the encumbrance of them? It's like four. Uh, my sword is four. <laughs> Four? Okay, I definitely can't carry that. Usix, what about your uh, blasters? My guns are strapped to my wrist. Okay, all right. Oh no, actually, actually, I have four encumbrance that I can, <laughs> I can carry, I can carry his sword because my binders are yeah, but, on me right but now. but they probably won't think you were just a regular guest if you're walking out of the ship with a giant sword and guns. Well, that's the thing. When they saw him, they <laughs> didn't see him following them. They saw him once they had already entered the gambling hall. Okay, bring me my sword. <laughs> so what I'm hearing is, we isolate them from the groups, and we kill them, and then we only have to deal with the one big guy. Um, I want their armor. It's pretty good. Who? Uh, there, there also, there also is a heavy blaster pistol that's banging around because you guys took it off of Drex. So I don't know who wants to or is holding on to that. I but. that's probably still in, I think we on the locked ship. it up. I think we locked it up inside the ship. Okay. Yeah. Um but yeah, so as uh Usix and Iota uh you come out of the room, you hear this blaster fire go off and hmm, awkward. You walk out of the um like there's the hallway that all the rooms are in and then there's doors opposite that that face like inward towards the gambling hall that lead to like the walkway that you can look down into the gambling hall um, and you also now see these five troopers spreading out amongst the patrons like some of them are actually 
being somewhat diligent and like trying to like look under tables and you know search anywhere that the droid might be hiding but other ones are just there to cause fucking chaos like they're like knocking trays out of droids hands they're like taking drinks from people and like dumping them on the ground um and then there's these guys are 100 percent dead right uh, they're dead men walking and the bulky guy is still standing up on the pizzak table i'm gonna sword and board these dudes i'd say those poor bastards but they have it coming um however we do have to we don't know if they well do they want the droid or they want to destroy the well, it's their property, and they said they wanted it returned to them. True, they'd probably just start shooting everyone if they wanted to destroy it. Or they could have just blown up the yacht. True, they could have just blown up the yacht. don't know why they'd send the most conspicuous motherfuckers possible to come Because it doesn't matter, drink. clearly. Clearly they've got dicks big enough to do this. Um... I'm about to have a fucking six-man stack of dead bodies is what they're gonna have. Are we just gonna run out and just start clobbing heads? Or... No, we need to isolate them and kill them away from their group. That way it's, it just lowers well, down the numbers. how spread to... out are they gonna get? They're probably not gonna be that much. And only one of you guys is good at stealth. And I failed. <laughs> anyway, what is you guys' plan? I have to find a way to get these guys alone. Stab them to death. Or at least isolate them from the most of their group. At least from the big guy. Because we just want to we just want to get the big guy alone so that we can just all stand and surround him and beat the hell out of him. <laughs> How many are still in the same room as I am right now? Uh, all of them are in the gambling hall. They're spread out, but they're all in there. You would think they would uh, go to other rooms other than just the gambling hall, but I guess not. Should I just open fire on him? Um, do I'm gonna run in and just start beating the fuck out of them? I don't have my big sword, but even with a yet. one, you don't have it yet. I don't have it yet. Um, I'm still that's still a plus two damage club with the Saurian two. Uh, sure, go for it. So uh, yeah, I'm a I'm a I'm a bust out. Where's the uh? Well, from where I am, where's the closest guy? Um. Well, you guys are up on your two floors up. Okay, so um, we're so okay. You can either run down and enter one of the other entrances, or you could feasibly jump down. Um, and question would, is the area underneath the chandelier clear? Yes, I mean other than like there are some like party goers that are there, but that that's that, that's, the opposite, of that's opposite of clear. That's opposite of clear. It's clear of of combatants. Is what I'm saying because I know you want to drop it. Yeah, but it's not clear of collateral. No, I wanted. We want to drop them on the combatants. We don't want yeah. to drop them on the civilians. Yeah, I meant clear as in there's nobody underneath it. Not clear as in yeah. If you want to go crush some civvies, go do it. We're here to kill these guys, not cause unwanted mayhem. Um. Okay. So in that case, is we open fire on a group of stormtroopers. What I'm saying um, is, if, how, if you were to drop down, down it? it's. Like 20 feet. That's pretty. Would I be able to land on someone? Um, I mean, if you picked your target, I mean, potentially. Try land on the big guy. <laughs> Just crush it. Uh. Reach terminal velocity and hit him like a falling car. <laughs> 
I'll just drop him. I'll just put my shield on my feet when I jump down and I'll just crush him. How about this? You pretend to have the droid. What? I don't want them shooting at me. They won't, because they won't want to hit the droid. Yeah, but they'd want to kill me. Yeah, but if they shoot you, they risk shooting the droid. Why do we have to pretend one of us has the droid when we could just kill them? Um, because it's it's used them as a lure. It'll get them away from the civilians, because they know the civilians, they don't have to shoot now. Or, like, threaten and beat up, because they know who they have to go beat up, and that's us. Yeah, but couldn't we just shoot them anyway? What's the plan, the civilians guys? Civilians stay down. They're, they're, moving, they're moving out. They're, like, corralling people now. <clears throat> hey, asshole. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna stand up on the railing. I'm gonna grab my robo junk and say, I got your droid right here <laughs> Slips off Wait, is the is the railing like a like a rounded railing? I'd assume not, like since I just did that. <laughs> uh, jumps on the railing, slides, falls down, falls crushes three people. Um No, it's it's flat. Um yeah, they all look right up at you. Um and they're gonna, the big guy's gonna open fire. Good thing I got my shield. Um, what's your, um, what's your ranged defense? Three. I'm gonna block the shots with a club. <laughs> bonk, bonk. Okay, so that's two success. You take 50 damage. <laughs> what he is using is actually a disintegrator rifle. <laughs> it says it disintegrates everything on you too, I believe, so it would just kill the droid. <laughs> So, uh, that's gonna be, uh, 12 damage. Um, Ouch. as he, as he shoulders this heavy blast rifle, and, sh like, literally, it, like, starts burning, it doesn't start, it does, it burns through the bed sheet and singes your, like, jacket that you're wearing underneath, um, oh. and starts melting through your outer layer of armor. Ow. Oh, this guy's dead. <laughs> Jump at him. Jump at him. I'm gonna, I'm gonna... Take Throw off. yourself at him like a fucking I'm, I'm gonna take well, off the droid. We're gonna roll initiative first. Yeah, but I'm gonna... Take off the droid, you put it in a bag. I'm gonna take off the droid, and then I can rack him up. Um, What is ours? Cool? What are... Yeah, what are we rolling? Cool? Or... Um, Yeah, you guys were kind of planning, so it would be cool. So, first up in the initiative order um, is... Minion group. Uh, well, they... Do initiative just like you guys do initiative so yeah so they can pick so not the main yeah. oh so the guy so big guy is going to shoot uh God damn Iota it. again <laughs> you really should have jumped on the rail. <laughs> it's fine you're gonna fucking burn a hole through your chest you're gonna kill me actually we're gonna we're gonna get a, a fucking party death in in the first real episode <laughs> no no, no so uh he he goes to shoot again um but he kind of uh, is pissed about what's going on, so uh, doesn't really too if I sucked. And uh, it goes right over your head. Um, you guys have the next two initiative slots, so. Alright, I'm shooting him. I'm shooting him, Pog. I would like to not be on this, but I don't get the choice. Uh, so. Are you using uh, one blaster or two? Uh, what's the difficult? Uh, what's the issues if I use both? Uh, you would add a difficulty unless you have the talent that negates that. Um, and then as long as you have two advantages, you hit with the second blaster. And what's the range? Uh, it's medium range, so it would be two purple. So as long as you it don't... It would be three purple. Yeah, if you don't have the talent. 
Well, I will take the I will take the one the one. Doesn't matter because I do ten damage with both pistols. <laughs> and since I got, does it does it cost the two advantage to uh, yes. to use the second one? Okay, so I could either do ten damage and a crit. You crit on twenty one. damage. Oh, oh. I'm going to do twenty damage on the guy because okay. I hope he fucking dies. It is going to subtract his soak uh, twice because it's two separate shots. But let me look at that. Woof. Okay. He's dead. Um, <laughs> he is not. But you do run up to the railing and just like, I mean, they're on your wrist like now. His soak is like massive. So it's almost like a firebender. You just kind of like punch outward and shoot two blasts down at him, um, and uh, melt through some of his armor. Um, definitely looks very hurt, um, but he's still standing. Um, but you guys have the next initiative slot as well, so time to go again. I hit him again. Um, I should probably go, considering I have yes. uh, um, a big gun. No, what's it called? The uh... quick strike. Quick strike. Yeah. Uh, so who who has not moved in combat yet? Uh, Attack the the minion group. Yeah, the minion, the minion group hasn't gone yet. All right. Looks like I'm taking. Oh yeah! If he attacks minion the minion group. group, he could literally kill the whole minion group. I could. Let's find out. I. Let's see how many dice. It's medium rolls. range, so it's too purple. Um, I will say some of them have some partial cover because you're shooting into. Actually, it's gonna the be. Crowd. Yeah, so it's gonna be two setback. I don't know if you have any talents that negate any of that. Um, I'm about to find out. I don't think so. Sorry, what range are they at? Uh, medium, so it's too purple. And I can't use the rocket here, Alex. They're civilians. <laughs> I know. And you could. He doesn't have uh, his jetpack. Well, I'm gonna use my maneuver to aim at them. And uh, yeah, open fire. Open fire right on him. Jesus Christ! Yeah, he could. Are you serious? What? I rolled. I rolled literally. 14 dice and they canceled out. Hey, that's maybe. insane. That's okay. Better. So that's yeah, that's six success and three uh, advantage. How many crits is that? Just that one? is just one crit and that is 15 I'm damage. Not critting on a one. He could very well kill the minion group on okay, his own. So 15 damage and a crit and one advantage left over. Don't forget, you can spend that advantage on something. Uh, I'm probably gonna build some strain up because I. Um, need strain. Didn't we take a nap? Oh, yeah, yeah, but he, you were sprinting, He right? sprinted and tackled that guy earlier. Uh, okay. So, um, you pop out on one knee around this corner, um, and you take a hot second just to get a bead on your targets, just to, you know, make sure you've got an opening so you're not getting any civilian casualties or anything like that. Um, How hard. And you, you pop off three shots, and, um, Two of them are uh, a little close, um, but one you uh, you thread the needle between like two guys, and it just nails this stormtrooper right in the neck. Um, so three of the five go down. However, uh, now it's their turn. Yeah, but now the minion group can only go. Yeah, I know. Uh, and now there's only four bastards. There's only two of them left. Um, 
But then Iota gets to go, and Iota can just jump off the railing and attack the guy on the table. I'm trying to think who they would think is a bigger threat. You, you have a better chance of killing this guy by jumping on him with your sword than any of us have doing any real significant damage. Uh, they're going to shoot it. Can't your sword, like, breach a spaceship? No. A fusion cutter could. Well, what the fuck is the point of your sword? Um, it has one crit. Um, Foss, do you have any defense? Um, I have one defense. Okay, so then you would have two setbacks to this because you're also behind the wall. I can also, I believe, take an incidental to dodge. Uh, which means, um, I'm gonna take two strain and you're gonna upgrade the difficulty of the check by two. Okay. That is a good talent that you have. Yes. Um. Alright. Uh, two failures and an advantage. Um, so, so they don't they don't hit you, uh, but uh, in the process of them shooting, you kind of had to like duck out of the way of one of the blaster bolts, which kind of pulled you a little bit further away from the wall. Um, so the next person uh, to attack you is going to get a boost dice. But it's uh, you guys' initiative slot next, so... You mean it's my turn? Yes. Um, okay, so if I was to jump down on top of the big guy, how would that work? Um, I know it's 20 feet, so... Uh, you would make an athletics roll. It would be two purple, um, mm-hmm. one for each story. Mm-hmm. Um, you would get a boost uh because you're gonna land on him and that'll help not incur damage but you're also gonna get a setback because you're aiming for a specific target nice um i'm gonna drop a thermal detonator in there (laughs) so what was it two purples of a boost and a setback okay um here I come! Uh-oh. Three advantage, that's kind of pause. Uh, yeah, three advantage is the cool part of that. I'm gonna get hurt. How much is a character's crit for landing on someone? Um, I'd assume a normal melee, so five. So... <laughs> you land directly on this man's femur. Uh, how do I want to do this? <laughs> Here I come, I am Cinnamon! And then you break your fucking neck. <laughs> yeah, and I break gonna... my neck. I'm gonna roll two d6s. You're gonna land on a civilian. Wait, we're playing with. Hold on, D&D rules here. Hold on. Okay. I can't afford to take nine. twelve damage. So you're gonna take uh, nine damage. You can subset, subtract your soak from that. Oh. Um, I'm alive. Uh, what would you like to do with your uh, your three advantage? That does count as your action for the turn. Oh. Okay. Cool. Um, if that's the case, then I'd like to use, um, those three advantage, um, to, uh, let me, let me, let me, um, let me, uh, where's, where's the list of things I can do with advantages, because, uh, let me tell ya, it's looking grim.
that works. I don't think gain plus one to melee or range defense until end of next turn works if uh, it's already at max. Um, Isn't your melee defense at max? It says disarm the target. I feel like. Dude, yes! <laughs> I feel like that's more for if I'm hitting someone. Um, but I do like the idea of me landing and just hitting the tip of this guy's gun with my, my fat metal ass. I, I, I will allow the disarm. <laughs> okay, yeah, so, I, uh, yeah. Like, you know the okay. scene where Grievous stops Obi-Wan from getting his weapon? Uh. No. Like that, but with your foot and his gun. Uh, so. Uh, uh, we'll do this from Fo from Foss's perspective. Foss, you're, you're on the ground. Uh, you just shot some guys and got shot at back. Uh, you watch as Iota, who is currently standing on a railing, uh, two floors up drops down and like goes to bring the baton down on this bulkier stormtrooper um the stormtrooper kind of backs up he's still on the table and iota crashes through and the table you know as nice as it is it's just made of wood um completely breaks the one side of the table it was a superhero landing, though, because he's got the cape and everything. And No, remember, I took it off. Oh, yeah. Uh, however, because of that, the table is now off balance, so the guy stumbles backwards, hits the table behind him, so he's now on even ground, um, and Iota is able to, like, catch the rifle with the baton and knock it out of his hand. Yeah, I'm cool like that. Um, now this guy's going to either have to... Try and grab he can try and fist fight me. Fight you. Yeah, he's gonna, <laughs> he's, gonna he's gonna try and just fucking beat you. Okay, he's, he's got gonna try, four he's melee. He's gonna punch the metal man. We've seen what happens when someone tries to punch a droid. We've seen it in the Clone Wars. Uh, yeah, he fucking he's gonna break his his wrist and then I'm gonna shoot him. Oh, that's interesting. Um, so uh, he's not gonna uh, try and punch you. Uh, I'm assuming he's a vibro knife. Uh, he reaches down and pulls a vibro knife out of his boot. And he's gonna try and hit you with it. Come on, bud. What are you gonna do? I can't wait to just have him stab me and I just die. Um, what is your, uh, your melee defense? Four. <laughs> How did he still hit? Okay. Doesn't matter. I can spend threats. Um, while you figure <laughs> out what you're spending those threats on. That's seven damage. And it ignores two of your soak. It does seven damage and ignores two soak? Yeah. Um, well, let's see. Uh, doo -doo -doo, so then I take four, so then I'm. <clears throat> uh, uh, two damage over the fact, which means since I'm exceeding wound threshold, character becomes incapacitated and suffers a critical injury. Um, so let me go ahead and, uh, go ahead and roll that real uh, You're not prone and suffer a strain. Uh, that's fine because I was already incapacitated. Um, yeah, so. From um, that. So he, I suffer uh, a strain, which I don't because I have the thing that makes it so if it's not of my own volition, I minus one strain. So I, I just downed on the ground and uh, that's it. Yeah, he. Uh, <laughs> it's a very much, because you've got the shield, it's very much a cat versus the winter soldier kind of, like, knife fight. You're um, gonna get a suit. And, like, he even pulls the shield out of the way, does a little knife flip, 
uh, and huh. stabs you in the chest. Um, and then does a little right does a little side kick and knocks you to the ground. Um, so Foss and Usix, you see uh, Iota go down and, and harshly. Um, but uh, you guys have the next two initiative slots. All right, I'm shooting him. He's being shot. He gets shot. Ten damage and uh, triumph. Uh, <laughs> which which is it's a crit right is a triumph a crit yes or... so which means that that's two crit then or you can crit and shoot twice so I already hit twice because I got two advantage on top of it so he takes twenty damage and a crit so here's I'm the thing you can crit plus ten or you can do that um ignoring I be, I... the what? triumph you kill him outright yeah well I I want him dead. Um, so here's the thing before you roll that crit um since you killed him outright i will allow I can, you i can to turn the next damage to another one of the can i turn the crit to the fucking minion group uh yes then i use that okay so um just bang bang you poor bastards uh shoot him with your wrist blasters um, and we're gonna we're gonna do this rule of cool because it's uh it's it's a it's a cool thing to do. Um, you shoot him twice with the wrist blasters. He goes down. As he goes down, the vibro knife that he just used to attack uh, Iota kind of goes end over end in the air. Um, and you pull a hunter from Bad Batch. You shoot the knife, uh, and it goes flying into one of the other stormtroopers and he goes down. Now that's a gamer moment. Nice. Could you imagine getting shot by some guy and someone says that? They say that's a gamer moment after they kill you. <laughs> <laughs> I would be like, just take me to hell. Just just eternal torment forever. Now, all I'm saying is this last stormtrooper is going to get John Marston. <laughs> um, so, you guys have the next initiative slot, so, uh, boss, you're up, buddy. Poor guy. It's just the one stormtrooper, right? Yeah. I'm gonna use my maneuver to aim and and take him out nice and quick. How far am I? It's still medium distance. <laughs> Does he have any armor? No. Good night. That's seven success Jesus. and four uh, advantage, so he takes sixteen damage and two crits. He's he's dead. You don't. You stop it. You. You have a gun that does eleven damage. Um. So Foss, you see as this last stormtrooper. Uh, you don't know if there was like a deep you know friendship when you're over leveled and you shoot someone. Well, hold on. You don't know if there was like a deep friendship between him and the stormtrooper that just took the knife. Um. But he comes running out of the crowd to try and get a shot on Usix, and you just fire like three shots and he it's it's like it's like a mob movie he just takes multiple shots to the body and just crumples to the ground Ouch. Um, there's a, there's like a moment of silence as this gambling hall it, it already had some smoke in it from you know the copious uh, uh, amounts of uh, you know drugs and hookahs and such that are being passed around uh, but now it's mixed with a decent amount of 
ionized air from blaster bolts and uh, bits of singed uniform. Um, Copious amounts of Durasteel from my hull. Yeah. Um, all of the crowd are kind of... All of these guys are kind of huddled. Uh, all of the, uh, the civilians are kind of like huddled around the corners of the room at this point. And uh, yeah, a, a decent... After a couple uh, moments, a decent-sized group of security guys comes running into the room. But seeing as you guys handled it already, uh, they start kind of uh, policing people uh, to their rooms and trying to move the bodies out of the gambling hall. Makes sense. Um, One of them does kind of like, doesn't say anything, but he definitely looks at you guys and gives you like a appreciative nod. Alright. but I'm assuming you guys are bringing um, Iota's body back to the Shriekhawk. No, we're going to leave it. Hey, I'm still alive. <laughs> we're going to drag the unconscious. currently unconscious droid. I, I will say. I don't know how a droid loses consciousness. Uh, the, the probe droid has now crawled onto Iota's chest and is, like, covering the wound. And, like, Aww. any of the security guys that even walk close to Iota... If a droid could, like, hiss, uh, it's doing that. Dude, I got a pet. A pet who I will establish free rights to, but a pet. If you establish free rights to a pet, nothing is going to happen. If you give a dog full rights, the dog is still going to act like a dog. It's not going to go and become a fucking drug kingpin. It's just going to keep doing dog things. That would be I've funny, though. Dog. I've met some dogs that would 100% be drug kingpins. Drug kingpins, if they were given the option. Um, but you guys are able to uh, get Iota back to the Shriekhawk. I'm assuming you guys are continuing on with the bounty plan and leaving and go hitting up the bounty office on Corellia. Yes, first that ship. Yes, that they came. Yes, on. you do see when you when you get into the hangar, it is the same kind of modified Lambda class Imperial shuttle. What I'm hearing is we load their bodies into the ship. Plant a bomb on the ship, use the ship's autopilot to send it off to wherever the fuck it came from, and blow it up, because fuck them. Uh, or, 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 we take their guns, we take their armor, um, and you just, um, take all the scrap you can on the ship for poor little old Iota, who jumped down, saving the lives of thousands of innocent civilians. I mean, there wasn't that many people on board. All you did was knock his gun out of his hand and he stabbed you. Exactly. But he couldn't <laughs> shoot anyone else. He stabbed else. you and I shot him to death. But he is dead and all that scrap metal you could heave onto our ship is going to be made into tons of more clubs and knives. I will say for, for the sake of this conversation, um, I will have allowed you to be able to pick up their guns but the security were dragging the bodies away before you could loot them of their armor. Um, That's probably for the best. I wouldn't want to wear... I can't wear their armor anyways. Uh, the security on on the yacht have cordoned off the ship that they came in on. It looks like they're already staging their own investigation. Um, I say we just leave. Just let's, let's get our job done and get the fuck out of here. Okay. Take their weapons and bring me yeah, to a, a sarcophagi. So whoever is uh, not a mummy. <laughs> making a piloting roll, uh, you can make it, it with a uh, 
Uh, it's just gonna be one purple. Isn't uh, Usyx the not pilot? Not gonna take you that long. It's a joke because I'm uh, dead. It's pl it's space, right? Yeah, it's space. Well, and you said one purple. One purple, yeah. You're literally just making a, a minuscule jump to light speed. Uh, you're in hyperspace for maybe twenty minutes. Um, but you're able to make it there. You. It's not even enough for me to repair. Maneuver your well, of course, ship down you're to Coronet City. Um, and specifically, hold on, I've got it in my notes. Um, I mean, it's not specifically. Uh, <laughs> you head to a specific uh, starport where you know the guild office is relatively close by. Um, it is a, and I put quotes around this, gentleman's club uh, called The Last Resort. Wait. Oh, wait, never mind. We've only been there for 20 minutes. I was going to say, can you throw me in an oil bath on the ship? It recovers wounds, apparently. <laughs> um, um. Ah uh, yes, let me let me cover my uh, my very important and precious circuitry with oil. They they do. Yes. Um, as soon as you go in, uh, like they, you know that the guild has doctors and mechanics and stuff. So you you bring uh, Iota with you. You you have like some kind of like floating stretcher or something that you can you know get. I like how of all the people that took damage in that fight, it was only the droid. You mean the one who's a melee fighter <laughs> yeah, took damage? I'm not wow, surprising. Well, it was, it's just funny because last episode uh, you almost went down because you maxed out your strain, and this episode you did go down because you maxed out your wounds. Um, you know how it'd be. But uh, and your and your fucking critical injury was just you were knocked on your. <laughs> it's not gonna matter uh, when I when I dip into this Marauder subclass. <laughs> uh, they do bring uh, Iota into the back and uh, have their their the like the door closes. Um, but you can hear the mechanics start to working. Ah, you even hear ah. you even hear like a muffled in the background. Um, I'm assuming that's the mechanic who got me working, not, and not me. Iota I didn't turn Italian. Italian. <laughs> no, I'm Chris it, Pratt. That was a that was that was a Babu Frick joke. Um, that's uh, that's what I thought. Uh, uh, and the thing with the last resort is walking in, it does look like a gentleman's club. They have stages and they have dancers. What um, planet are we on? But you would, gentlemen? Uh, Corellia. Um, but you would know from its reputation um, that every single man, woman, and non-binary that is a performer, and again, I put quotes, um, is also highly trained, and there are, like, hidden arms, like, all over the bar. Like You're telling me there's chicks in here who can bust my neck and my balls? Pretty much. Um... <laughs> But, um, I'm a droid, it's okay, I can say that. When you get there, the administrator for the last resort um, is a Toydarian uh, named Timo, who uh, who comes floating out with his little his little leathery wings. Um, he has some guys uh, take Drex into the back um, to be put in a cell until he can be transferred to the uh, client. And then he turns to, obviously, it's just Usix and uh, Fossa who are here, considering Iota's being worked on. Um, but he turns to the two of you, and he's like, uh, Sir! Only money! You in here, we'll get the, we get the money for you. Uh, you want a drink? I'll buy you a drink. Don't accept the drink from this man. Uh, he, he doesn't give you a second. He literally floats, like, so he's, like, floating between the two of you. 
kind of slaps you both on the back and starts hovering towards the bar. Um, and it's it smacks me on the back again. I'm getting the fly swatter. Um, he he gives you guys a free round of drinks. Um, but as you're sitting at the bar, there's obviously like uh, uh, view screens up uh, that connect to like hollow net. Like they're playing a pod race right now, um, but it's interrupted. Uh, there is like a emergency broadcast uh, from Hollow Net News that pops up, and I have assumed I have a, I have a guess that it's about some kind of active shooting. Um, you see, like the the graphic for the news network before it switches to a human uh, newscaster. Breaking news is popping up at the bottom in Otterbesh. Um Breaking news: the Death Star exploded. The Empire's no more. <laughs> shush. Um, Today is a dark day. HNN has just gotten reports that earlier today, an insurgent strike force staged an assassination attempt at a secure military installation in the Outer Rim. This attack led to a massive loss of loyal Imperial lives, including that of our glorious Emperor. Wait, what? And you can't hear the rest of the broadcast as the rest of the bar kind of went silent when the broadcast started, and now there is a loud murmur across the entire club. And that's where we're going to end today. Hey everybody, Tyler here. Uh, I just wanted to thank y'all for your patience. Uh, this second episode, uh, we had a few technical difficulties that caused the editing process to take a little bit longer than the first. Um, but we're still experimenting with, you know, our recording setup and everything like that. So, hopefully, the next episode and those that follow will be a little bit more of a consistent schedule. Um, but I also wanted to give uh, a little bit of information. Uh, we now have a Facebook group, or a Facebook page, rather. Um, you can find that at the Galaxy RPG Podcast on Facebook. Um, and we also have a Reddit page, r slash Galaxy RPG. I'll be trying to, you know, post links on those to new episodes, but... Uh, I'll also be sharing any of the uh, in-game visual aids that you might hear us talk about, um, as well as uh, any like character art that uh, we either commission or we do a lot of Hero Forge here. That's not a sponsor. It's just cool. Um, but anyway, I wanted to thank you all again, and uh, see you in the next one.